work has taken place overnight. A 19-year-old charity volunteer from Hertfordshire has drowned while swimming off the coast of South Africa. Alice Barnett from Tring died with a 21-year-old colleague. The pair were finishing a 10-week placement in the Port Elizabeth area. Alice was a former pupil at Sir Henry Floyd Grammar School in Aylesbury. Almost a third of England's secondary schools are not good enough, according to the Chief Inspector of Schools. In his annual report, Sir Michael Wilshaw says primary schools, by contrast, do appear to be making progress. A firefighter from Bletchley who was sacked for going on strike has spoken out for the first time. Buckinghamshire Fire Service had questioned the legality of the strike and dismissed Ricky Matthews when he decided to take part. Yesterday, more than 3,000 firefighters took part in a protest in Aylesbury. The Fire Brigade's union says it will take legal action. Mr Matthews says he just wants his job back. There was no disciplinary investigation. There was no disciplinary hearing. I never had an opportunity to state my case. And subsequently, the authority have refused to hear my appeal. Severe gales are expected to sweep across northern and central areas of the United Kingdom today. Forecasters are predicting huge coastal waves and wind speeds up to 80 miles an hour. Network Rail says that that around 10% of train services won't be operating over Christmas and the New Year so that improvements can be carried out. 11,000 engineers will be working. Some of the busiest lines in this region will be affected. More from Richard Westcott. Most of the work will be carried out on Christmas Day and Boxing Day, but it will still hit people's travel plans, especially around London. It'll be harder to get into King's Cross until the 29th of December. Services into and out of Euston will also be slow until the 29th of December. And part of London Bridge will be shut until the new year. The trains are less than half full over Christmas, which is why some of the most disruptive work is carried out during that period. In sport, Liverpool are out of the Champions League after a one-all draw at home to Basel. Arsenal, who had already qualified for the knockout stages, won 4-1 away to Galatasaray. The weather mainly dry with sunny spells, but a risk of showers this afternoon, staying windy. Maximum temperature 7 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Opening the doors on the biggest advent calendar in beds, hearts and bucks. Who's it going to be? See who's behind door number 10. Is it me? Better not be. Uh, Jeff Doyle from Three Counties Sport. My favourite Christmas toy would have to be Subutio, obvious one. Loved it. Everybody does not want to be involved in this. Listen to him. So I kept begging and begging to get... Favourite toy, Subutio, obviously. What are you asking? It's one of those toys that you just don't want to stand on because the uh, the little figures get broken. You don't want to stand on any toy, Jeff. There are children listening. I got one eventually and uh, loved it. Building up to Christmas with BBC Three Counties Radio. This is great. Ladies and gentlemen, before the show has even started... Do you want to stand on Lego? Toys. That you... was a great story. <laughs> Did you see um, someone tweeted a picture of the Lego firewalk? And so it's like a long tray full of Lego. Uh, toys. Jeff there saying it's one of the toys you don't want to stand on, Sabito. Of course you don't. And I said, well, you don't want to stand on any toy. Catherine, you came straight back. Skateboard. Is it a toy? Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. And um, I'm saying this to all the men, I'm going to say young men over the age of 14 who still think it's acceptable. It isn't. It's a tool. Pull your, buy yourself a belt, pull your trousers up and get a job. Do you remember in Neighbours when Scott went to his exam on his skateboard? Yes, and I do. his job as a journalist on his skateboard? Yeah. No, 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 Other? no, no. Okay. Other toys this morning, please, that you can stand. We're not doing old toys from the 70s or old cartoons, you idiots! Oh, the skates that you can wear with your shoes. Yes. Roller skates? No, the ones with the wing knots that used to collapse. Yeah. 
wingnuts. My wingnuts have never collapsed. They used to go. Yeah, but it's a roller skate. Pogo stick. No, hang on, but they're still roller skates. Do you know what I had? Yeah. One of those. These are all modes of transport. I'm not buying these as toys. I'm not having roller skates, disco boots, whatever they're called these days, uh, skateboards, boots. and uh, blocker boots. I'd have. Do you remember? You used to be able to get this ball that had a rim round it, like Saturn, that you could stand yes. on and yes, grip. And it I could do about a thousand of them. That was a fitness thing. No, no that wasn't no, impossible. Toy. What was impossible? Mine from Beaties. Impossible. No, you know it wasn't called that. Oh. Um, impossible was a red Imposi- rubber ball impossible. that used to go around a curve. Was, that, that, that was impossible. It was impossible. <laughs> Literally, it was impossible. That was its name. Yeah. Toys you can stand on, please. What was that bouncy thing called? It? Wasn't it called Rings of Saturn or something? No, I can't remember. Good, though. You're getting close to old toys, girls. I We're bounced on mine until the uh, rim popped off. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much indeed. I did a similar thing as a young man. Coming up this morning, blushing brides, dodgy tats, flying phlegm, and toys you can stand on. That sounds like a show, doesn't it? Show, man. 08459 Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Yeah, I know the light's on. Well, turn it off, because I want to sing. Okay.
morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, from today, couples in civil partnerships can officially become husbands or, indeed, wives. The first marriage conversions are set to take place this morning in registry offices up and down the country. And it should be a simple matter for couples who've already made a commitment to each other, um, because this time they won't need witnesses, posh outfits or a big boozy party unless they'd like one. Well, later we'll be talking to two brides who'll be heading to Bletchley. But first, here's Richard Lane from the campaign group Stonewall. Morning, Richard. Good morning. So, j- just to clarify, these the, uh, the, we know that um, gay people have been able to marry since, is it March, I think, this year? Yeah, March 29 for so the first ceremonies this year. This is converting um, the people who were previously civil uh, partners I- into a marriage. Absolutely. So, there are about 120,000 people in Britain who are in civil partnerships, and They've been waiting very patiently and, and some of them rather frustrated um, for, for a good few months now so they can convert to marriages themselves. Why has it taken so long for conversion to be possible? Uh, well, it, it's not really been a conspiracy. It's more been that the mechanism from for converting one legal relationship into another is, is entirely new and, and it's been a bit complicated to get set up, but that's all done and dusted now. And for those who, who um, don't understand, what, explain the difference between being a civil partner and being a husband and husband or wife and wife. In terms of kind of the legal rights and responsibilities, there, there aren't huge differences. Civil partnerships were a, were a huge step forward when they were introduced in 2005 and offered very similar legal rights. It's just that for many people, they want to be married. They want to have their relationship recognised in exactly the same way as their heterosexual friends and families, and they can now do that. Well, of course, Richard, as, uh, as you know, that uh, all heterosexual marriages have been uh, demeaned by gays being able to marry since March. That was the argument, wasn't it? I, I, I've not noticed any shift in my marital status. That was certainly the argument. I've certainly not noticed the sky falling in or, or anything like that since then. I've just seen lots of happy couples celebrating their love with their families and friends. We did have the floods, though, Richard. We did. Apparently we that did, was your fault we, as well. We can only apologise. <laughs> the thing, I don't, I don't, and there will be people who will phone up this morning who think this is disgusting or this is immoral or, or that it does demean their marriage. I can't understand why anybody would object to two people who are in love going and standing in front of their God or in front of a registry office or in front of all of their friends and kind of, you know, making it permanent. I don't understand why anyone would have an issue with that. No, nor do I. And I think if, if we look around the world, we have lots of problems. And the fact that two people love each other and want to commit their lives to another doesn't strike me as, as one of those issues. That seems like something that we should be celebrating and encouraging. Do we know uh, how many people have, have signed up for the conversions today? Do we, do we have any figures on that? Not yet. Um, that will take a few months to, to come through. But certainly at Stonewall, we've been hearing from people now for months um, on a daily basis of people who want to want to convert. So we expect it to be very popular. And it's a dead simple thing. You just go in and, and, and sign something, do you? You need to book an appointment with the local registry office. Yeah. And you need to pop along with, with ID and your civil partnership certificate. And it's all relatively straightforward. And, and if you want to, you can have a, a celebration and a ceremony too. Richard, it's good to talk to you. Uh, you know, it's a fantastic day, although I'm sure we're going to get lots of people phoning up completely disagreeing with that. But thank you very much for your time, Richard. Thank you. There we go. Richard Lane from uh, Stonewall. I don't, I don't get... And there will... And you're, you, you may be against this. There will be people listening who think, oh, flippin' heck. What, what more do the gays want? What are more they, do they want? Are there, though, really? I mean, it's 2014. Do oh. we find people on purpose? This is the conundrum I'm having as a producer this morning. Yeah. We've got someone we could speak to and we know what he's going to say. Do we get him on? Because I don't think he represents a majority view anymore, does he? Who, what, what time is that? Is that f- Eight o'clock. Okay. 
Okay, okay. Okay, so it's a gentleman from a, a group called Because Children Matter, which is against gay marriage. Do we have him, yes or no? It's a, uh, well, let's let the listeners decide whether they want to hear uh, a, a, a negative opinion. Because I'm more interested in what the listeners think rather than finding someone who's taken a position and we know... But you know there are people listening who are against this, uh, this sick filth. Are there, though? Yeah! have seen that. They always phone in. They always... Ph- I, I bet Stephen Dunstable is... Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. I'd rather hear from them. Yeah, okay. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Are you for or again uh, same sex marriages? And if you're against it, why? I don't buy it. I don't understand why. We pretty much know the Bible doesn't say you can't have it away with someone the same sex. It doesn't say that. There's that vague line about men lying with men, but. A, that doesn't talk about lesbians, and B, that's not really about being gay, is it? It's, that's, that's how some people have interpreted it. I don't buy the argument that it, it will demean heterosexual marriages, because my, my marriage, my heterosexual marriage, doesn't feel any different at all. Do you know what it feels like to me? It's cruel to say that a couple who are in love with each other can't make that commitment. Who on earth has the right to keep them apart? Exactly. Who on earth? It's only the Lord God Almighty above. Wow. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25, there's still a lane closed in both directions between Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and 27 for the M11 after the accident yesterday. I thank you to Mark for calling to confirm that those that lane is now still closed. Having a look at the speed sensors, it's moving fine through there at the moment and no problems having a look at the M1. And Roxton on the A1 Great North Road, having a look at the roadworks around the Black Cat roundabout, that's not causing any delays at the moment, but is likely to cause some problems later on. And in Aylesbury, Great Western Street is closed for roadworks between Walton Street and the A41 on Friaridge Road, so expect it to be extra busy around there this morning. On the trains, Great Northern aren't stopping at Nebworth this morning because of problems with lighting at the station. And on London Midland services, there's a replacement bus service running between Watford Junction and St Albans Abbey. That's for ongoing engineering works. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Samantha. Right, 6.16. It's Wednesday, the 10th... Oh, a little bit windy, Pop. Sorry, I do apologise. Of December, I'm Ian Lee, and uh, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A gay couple from Milton Keynes will be among the first in the country to convert their civil partnership to marriage this morning. Two men have been arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving following yesterday morning's fatal crash on the M25, and a 19-year-old charity volunteer from Hertfordshire has drowned while swimming off the coast of South Africa. BBC Three Counties Radio. That, my friends, is the sound of a peacock. Giza! Hello, this is Caroline Barker. 2015 is set to be a momentous year of news and sport. From the general election to the Ashes, the Rugby World Cup to Wimbledon. You'll get it all in crystal clear quality with a digital radio. So why not treat someone you love to a digital radio this Christmas? They'll enjoy all the BBC stations, plus get five extra national BBC stations, including five live sports extra. Get set for the biggest breaking news and the best live sport in 2015 with a digital radio. If you love radio, give digital. To find out more, search online for BBC Digital Radio.
on uh, Twitter has really um, uh, jumped on board the story of uh, toys that you can stand on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twister? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's a proper one. That's a good one. Um, Lino? Well, that's a flooring. Yeah. Uh, but it can be a toy. You know, in the 70s, it was often a toy. Heelys? I'm not... That's, that's fashion wear. Yeah. So he's not really quite got it right. Oh, and uh, Dance Dance Revolution Hottest Party yeah. on the Wii. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. giant keyboard off of Big... Beautiful. Yes. Here we go, you see. Now, now, now we're getting... Cooking. But now we're getting somewhere, boss. Hey, I'll tell you what, boss. Have you ever played Naked Twister? It's fun. Oh, I bet it's If horrible. that's an invitation, Justin, I'm going to pass. <laughs> it's not an invitation, but try it. It's Christmas. What, with his family? Yeah, with my mum. <laughs> no, not with your mum, but uh, try it with your wife. You might just enjoy it. Oh, I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> I think if there's someone that's going to... If something that's going to put you off someone, it's peering up there... Um, Jaxie. Yeah. The thing is, Justin, mm. give me six months. Six months what? To, to try it? Give me six months and then I'll challenge you to Naked Twister because, okay. as you know, I had my first session last night. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. That, yeah with my personal trainer. Mm. I was... I was... Very tired. Do you feel good though? Oh, I can't move my arms. Well, that's a good thing. That means it's yeah, working. Yeah, who needs to move their arms? No, seriously, I, that means it's working. I did, I, I did it, right? And did some weights and a bit of running and some planking and stuff like that. And I had to stop because I was going to. Sorry? I love how you use the word plank as if you knew what it was before I gave you the term. He had to act I, it out for me. I did a bit of planking. <laughs> and. <laughs> Oh, look, listen to the fit people laughing. Yeah. 
and I'm going to be buffer than both of you put together. Do splits, mate. Okay. Don't, don't try and out. I, I could probably do the splits one day. <laughs> anyway, I, I was going to pass out and throw up, and I said to the woman who is a Hungarian lady, I said, I've got, I've got to stop, I'm going to be sick. And I was really playing it down, but actually I thought I'm going to die and they're going to have to call an ambulance to get me, to come and rescue me. Uh, and she said, well, that was a great assessment. We'll start the training properly next week. That was the assessment! <laughs> These Hungarians, though, coming over here, taking all our jobs, so... Sorry, what? The, the fitness instructors. She, um, uh, I had to sit... Uh, I spent 25 minutes in my car after the session because I couldn't remember how to drive. I'm really proud of you. By the way, this Sorry? Thursday, be fancy it, we're, we're playing football. We've got a three-counties football team going to Milton Keynes. What? If you reckon you're hard enough, come and join us. Well, who's in it? Uh, myself, uh, Tim Wheeler, Jeff... Uh, Doyle, I'm all right, thanks. Shaggy, uh, oh. quite a few people. <laughs> Shaggy's playing. Flip it, Eck. <laughs> Flip it, Eck. Now, uh, listen, Justin, I won't, yeah. I won't take you up on that because no. I don't want to embarrass you. Now, okay. spitting. Mm. We've talked about spitting before. You don't like it, do you? Hate it. Yep. Absolutely hate it. I... No reason to spit on the streets at all. Well, there is every reason to spit on no, the streets. I was certainly doing some spitting last night. And spitting on the streets of uh, that there London could soon be punishable by an £80 fine under a proposed crackdown on flying phlegm. The fixed penalty would be cut to £50 under the plans if paid within 14 days. The plans would be likely to allow spitting with reasonable excuse... <laughs> or into a handkerchief, tissue, bin, or other receptacle. I don't know, a box or a bag. A spittoon. Uh, sorry? A spittoon. You, we went out for um, a breakfast meeting yesterday. Oh, my goodness. And you saw something quite incredible, didn't you, Cass? I saw a beautiful baby being carried by her mother in one of those sort of sling things, and I was admiring the baby, and next to the mother was, I don't know, a, an, an older woman. An older, wiser woman. Let's call her the grandma. Yeah. Let's make some assumptions. Uh, and I had my eyes on the baby, and you noticed the grandma did something rather extraordinary. She flobbed out. A lurgy. A lurgy. I say lurgy. Do you? Yeah, why not? He probably has got the lurgy in. What would you say, Jess? Um, how can I put this? Greeny? It went, it went quite far as well. Justin, what's happening in that there, London? Well, some councils um, across the city are already doing this. Um, now it looks as if others are going to be following their example. In November last year, the community secretary, Eric Pickles, he approved um, a, a bylaw uh, for Enfield Council uh, making spitting an offence punishable by fines of up to £500. Um, also, Waltham Forest and Newham Councils have already been issuing a fixed penalty notices due to public demand, because people hate this. OK, so those places are on the fringes of London. What mm. happens now? Well, London, now the big talking point. Town halls are expected at a meeting this Thursday to agree to the level of penalty no. across the capital. You mentioned that in your intro there. Thank you, yes. £80 fines reduced to 50 if they're paid within 14 days. So uh, this meeting later in the week follows a public consultation. A spokesman for London Council said that over Overwhelmingly, people are in favour of a fixed penalty for spitting on the streets. I don't think they are. <coughs> Sorry? I don't think they are, Justin. <coughs> and I'd like you to put this to the test this morning. Mm. Uh, but I think this is, uh, you know, I think this Come is... Come on, it's I, disgusting. I don't want to say nanny steak, because that's lazy. But, but it's, it's a, disgusting. It's not that disgusting, mate. There are worse things going on. Like, the what? CI, like what? Like your government torturing people. OK. I've got I'm to say, on the street, am I? there seems to be a particular problem with it, I've noticed, in Luton. I was walking down the street of, in Luton with my little girl, who was three and adorable the other day. We're walking along. A guy draws parallel with us, coming from the opposite direction, and copped a loogie right in front of my <laughs> foot. 
disgusting. That Horrible. seems to me that, that to me is is an aggressive thing to do. Uh, let's get the, there is an elephant in the room. I'm going to jump on it and ride it around the room as quickly as I can. I'll get off. Sorry, I thought you were an elephant. <laughs> um, it, uh, it, I suggest that this is partly cultural. There seem to be people from various cultures. I'm going to say African and Pakistani. Well, yep. the guy that did one near my boot the other day was white British. Well, mate, you don't know that just by looking at him. I do. I could hear him talking. You don't know that just by listening <laughs> to him. He broke off from chatting to his mate to almost soil my rather expensive boot. It, OK, it's, um, uh, it's Africans, Pakistanis and common white people. But can I just say, well, why do you think this is acceptable? You haven't given me a reason yet. Well, I do it. But why? Well, why do you think it's acceptable to walk down the street and spit? Because it's, it's a dirty pavement. I don't understand what the problem is. Wow. Sometimes I have to for medical reasons. What's the medical reason? Spit overspill. Yeah, i just n- not feeling very well, so... You spit on the street, so you can't spit yeah. into a hanky. Ugh. Oh, no, I'm not going to spit into a why hanky! Not? Those why people are disgusting? Per- those people are perverts. What, then <laughs> you put it in your pocket. What's <laughs> in your pocket? It's a spit-filled right, hanky. Why don't you spit on a piece of tissue and then put it in the oh, bin? Because why, I'm why not my mum. you be a gentleman? Why can't... What gentleman spits into a tissue? Do you, uh, do you know what I think your problem is? You. 1980s footballers. No. Yeah, you grew up thinking it was acceptable and well, manly. Well, then, in that yeah. case, why does Justin not do it? Justin, if Justin, if that fact were true, then Justin would be holding the one nostril and... Because he's younger than you, that's why. Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five. <laughs> I didn't used to watch football in the 80s. Uh, Look, no. I'll take it to the streets, but um, I'm, I'm surprised at you this morning. That's all I'm going to say. You've, you've kind of let me down. I think you've, you've let the, the listeners down. And I think, go. more importantly, there I think you've let yourself down. Thank you, Justin. Cheers. Bye. It's gone. Good. I don't see a problem with it at all. And I've said this before, and people go, oh, it's disgusting. Oh, you're disgusting. So why ah. were you appalled by that woman doing it? Because she was a woman, and that's unladylike. Because um, that just came from nowhere. That came from... Just, it just, always comes no, from nowhere. Comes from, like, the, the, only person who, the only person who knows they're going to spit is the spitter. But it was not... It was... All right. Unless they do that Dis- thing. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying your breakfast. Discretion is the key here. I don't do it in a crowded shopping area. Don't, I don't do it in the. I don't do it in the middle of the library. And you don't wait until someone is almost no. parallel with you on the I street. Would do, it's a. It's a very private thing. I usually use the car park here. Got a spitter. Kels? I was just uh, admiring what's in your hand. <laughs> it's the the finger. It's the spare finger that the boys were very upset that I couldn't show it to them last night. So this is being commandeered, and I'm uh, recruiting it. My finger. Oh eight four five nine. Four double five, five double five is the telephone number. So so far, um, we've got spitting and we've got gays getting married. Anything else we can get people angry about? Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25, there's still a lane closed in both directions between Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and 27 for the M11. That's for repairs after the accident yesterday. Having a look at the CCTV, the CCTV and things are moving well through there at the moment, but that could have caused some delays later on. Checking the motorways elsewhere, it's moving well on the A1M between the M25 and Stevenage as well. On the roads in High Wycombe, there are some roadworks in place in Mar- on Marlow Hill at the junction for Marlow Road. That could get busy later on. And on the trains, Great Northern have a replacement bus service running between Stevenage and Nebworth. That's because there are some problems with the lighting at Nebworth Station. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
It's 6.30, I'm Simon Oxley. A Milton Keynes couple are among the first in the country to convert their civil partnership to marriage. Becky and Alex Streak will tie the knot at the registry office in Bletchley this morning. Two men have been arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving following yesterday morning's fatal crash on the M25 on the Hertfordshire-Essex border. A 19-year-old charity volunteer from Hertfordshire has drowned while swimming off the coast of South Africa. Alice Barnett from Tring died with a 21-year-old colleague and almost a third of England secondary schools are not good enough according to the Chief Inspector of Schools in his annual report Sir Michael Wilshaw says primary schools by contrast do appear to be making progress Three Counties Sports BBC Three Counties Radio Liverpool are out of the Champions League after a one-all draw at home to Basel so Brendan Rodgers' side go into the Europa League We're obviously disappointed to, to go out I think that we don't have the right to be in it this year after a wonderful season last year probably over the course of the games we, we weren't good enough, didn't collect enough points and, and ultimately went out but as I said it's, it's been a real good learning experience for us and it's certainly you know, we, we're going to fight as hard as we possibly can to ensure it's not another five years Arsenal who had already qualified for the knockout stages won 4-1 away to Galatasaray his manager Arsene Wenger We gave a strong response from the start on you know, and uh, we looked uh, dangerous every time we won the ball back and uh, we had good penetration, good, we could score good goals and uh, until half-time I feel uh, we had a very strong performance. Tonight Manchester City aim to win away to Roma to progress, although much depends on how CSKA Moscow fare away to Bayern Munich. Chelsea, who are already through, host Sporting Lisbon. In Conference South, Hemel Hempstead beat Staines 5-1. Bishop Stortford lost 3-2 at Bromley. In the Southern League Premier, Chesham won 3-1 at Biggleswade. Burnham lost 2-1 at Histon. In the FA Youth Cup, Stevenage lost 2-1 to Everton after extra time at the Lamex Stadium. England's cricketers play their fifth one-day international in Sri Lanka, trailing 3-1 in the seven-match series. Play starts at nine o'clock this morning, our time. And Australia captain Michael Clarke has completed century on day two of the test against India, a week after his emotional speech at the funeral of teammate Phil Hughes. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next full bulletin is at seven. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, who'd have... uh, Shocking news, guys. Absolutely shocking news. It turns out the CIA, and probably us, tortured people. I mean, this just comes as... I'm I'm speechless. I would never, never have thought that... uh, Devastating report, Daily Mail. Devastating report reveals horrific extent of CIA torture and covers up Britain's role, shaming of the... I mean, I am so surprised that the Central Intelligence Agency and uh, British uh, forces use torture. I'm so surprised. You knew I'm about not. rendition that they were taking people out of bound out of boundaries so that they could do things that yeah, they weren't allowed to do within them. I wasn't really surprised. I was being sarcastic. I know. I was uh, just highlighting that. Um, no, no one can be surprised by this. I mean, I don't. I don't approve of it. There's never an ex- excuse for torture. Ever an excuse for torture. But I, I read that report and think, yeah. And I bet there's far worse that we'll find out about in about twenty years' oh, time. I bet that the. I bet our government have. Well, I'm sure our government have tortured people, have murdered people, have sexually abused people to get information, to get control and power. But, of course they have. But didn't Bush talk about you know after post nine eleven finding these people by any means necessary? Yeah. We all think that torture's all right because of twenty four. And Homeland. Yeah. 
Although uh, no, maybe not. Homeland's a bit more. I've uh, never seen this it. This is what happens when you. Um, this is what happens when you brutalise people. Torture in twenty four is um, Jack Bauer needs to know where the bomb is. The fellow won't tell him. He puts a, a gun up against his knee. The fellow won't tell him. He shoots him in the knee. It's in the desert. But it doesn't work. Torture doesn't work. It doesn't work because if you, Catherine, didn't have a secret that I thought you had, if you, if I thought you knew where the coffee was but you actually didn't know where the coffee was, but I thought you were um, lying to me, mm-hmm. and then I tortured you, um, I made you uh, kiss a gun, I put electricals on your nipples, um, I ooh, I um, tickled you mercilessly, I gave you a horse bite, all of those things, you still wouldn't be able to tell me because I'd you probably, don't know where the coffee but is. But I'd probably make something up to make it stop. So I go then... Or be driven so crackers that I would say anything. Yeah, so I then send off my um, minions, Kelly Betts, to go and find the coffee where you've told me. She comes back, she says, there's no cough there, mate. Right, well, now the torture gets serious. You're going to kiss two guns. I'm going to put electricals not just on your nipples, but on other uh, extremities. I think we know what I'm pointing at. Um, And it's going to get... Torture doesn't... It can't work. It can't work. And what a surprise we've been doing it. Thanks, guys. Sure, there'll be more talk about that later on in the uh, the day throughout the station. I'm sure they will. Is there an excuse for torture? No. Next. But then some people will say, you know, this, the, these are the techniques. When you're working against someone no. who is brutal and has no rules, then maybe you should be brutal and have no but, rules. But 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 that I means we were better than that. But you, you you torture you, innocent people will be tortured. Ah, it doesn't matter if it saved a life. Well, how many lives has torture saved? We will never know because they will never tell us. So. It could be zero. Don't work. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Um, speaking of torture, Steve Brookstein. Oh dear. I know. I feel sorry for this guy because well, he I, is. I do, but he needs to pipe down. Steve now. Brookstein. He won the X Factor series ten years ago. Um, it should have been. It should have meant fame and fortune. Instead, he fell out with Simon Cowell, and his name has been reduced to a piece of pop trivia. Um, and I do feel sorry for. Um, Steve Brookstein, because he, uh, if, I read his Twitter feed recently, and he, he is such a bitter man. He's twisted by bitterness. But he was one of the first people to go through the process, and so it was a surprise to him that he was chewed up and spat out, wasn't it? Yeah. And he's still reeling from that in a less than gracious way. Yeah, he's, he, he, exactly. And he needs... Listen, man, this is going to make you ill, Steve. This will make you ill. You can't carry this much bitterness and resentment around. You had a fair crack of the whip, uh, and you had, a, you had a little bit of fun, you had a record deal for nine months, and now you, you probably still make an all-right living singing in restaurants and at charity events and uh, on cruises, it says here. And he, he tours with a theatre company and sings on a ferry. Um, just, just let it go. Let it go. Um, it's not going to do him any good. Although I will read his book when it comes out, but when it's in the library, I'm not going to pay for it. No. But he's, he, he claims that he was stitched up. He claims here that Sunita um, let him touch her boobies. What? He recalled, um, Simon uh, just sat there smoking. Jackie Sinclair opened her long coat. That left just a little thong and high heels. It was impossible to avoid her breasts. Then Sunita followed behind. Brookstein added, both had me up against the dressing room door. Sunita undid her top and they began to touch me. Simon just sat there, beaming. Don't believe that happened. But I feel sorry for Steve Brookstein. Let it go, guy. Let it go. Thanks, Kels. You're welcome. I tortured Catherine with electricals on her nipples. Worked only in theory. And um, uh, I, I know where the coffee is. It's upstairs. In the drawer? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, did you know? You? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Kath. That was a complete waste of electricity. 
You owe me 48 pence. It was supposed to provide the perfect festive romantic moment. Oh. A drone carrying mistletoe. Oh, Aye. yeah. I can't think of anything more festive. Beautiful. That would get diners at TGI Fridays to kiss and then film from above. That's but the nice. restaurant's plan to lure in festive customers went horribly wrong after one of the craft smashed into a woman's face at a launch event in New York, slicing through her nose. Oh, like that fellow's granddad when he was a Bevan boy. Merry Christmas. The craft's blades also left Georgine Benvenuto with a cut lip as she sat. I think she's probably less worried about the lip than the nose. After I bet the her crash, boyfriend was worried about the lip. <laughs> after the crash, pilot David Kionis blamed the uh, diner for the accident, saying oh. she flinched when he tried to land the craft on her hand. They're, well, oh, I wonder fault. why. Yeah. Your fault. When did they stop being remote control helicopters and become drones? Mm. These were remote controlled helicopters. Yeah. Some of them are flying too close to planes, aren't they? Yeah, well, pack that in. apparently so. I you pack that in. Speaking of planes, yeah, passengers on. have named Ryanair as the most unfriendly airline to deal with when what? making a complaint. Next you'll be saying that our government have been involved in torture. The Irish company failed to resolve grievances amicably, topping a list that put British Airways in sixth place. Travellers criticised Ryanair for settling complaints out of court to avoid a judgement going against it and denying passengers meals and drinks during delays. There Peter's in Warmer Green. Morning, Peter. Uh, Peter in Wolverton, sorry, I thought we had the other... Good morning, Peter. Oh, good morning. I confused you with a grumpy old so-and-so. When au contraire, you are the opposite. He's very zen. It's Zen Peter. Zen Peter. What you got for us? <laughs> Ooh, well, three, cackle. Three, three things. Oh. Um, homosexuals getting married, yes. yes, that's a good thing. It has to be a good thing, doesn't it? I can't understand why anyone would consider it to be a bad thing. Well, it's great, isn't it? Catherine's made the executive decision to drop the uh, anti-gay marriage guest. Oh, I, I wonder whether we're stirring up a feeling that isn't there. You know, I, I just wonder. Yeah. How many Christians take that hard line? Not many. Well, they don't take the hard line, that's the thing. Well, I'm not a Christian, so uh, I still believe that's the case. I'd rather hear from real people if they have an objection to well, it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Christians are real people. No, no. But he's an extreme version of... Yeah, but he's still a real person. Yeah. Oh, lummy. <laughs> Lovey! <laughs> yeah, we've gone out on purpose for a row and I feel uncomfortable with that. Okay, uh, Peter, that was number one. Number two. Great Britain has a first. Oh. Because on this day in 1864. On this day. The first set of traffic lights in the world were installed up and running outside the Houses of Parliament. In your face! In what year? 1864. Shut up, Peter. You're talking about your backside, mate. Oh, no, I'm not. What was it? A man with a candle? I haven't the foggiest idea. Well, there weren't any vehicles. Oh, yes, there were. Horses Horses can't read traffic lights. They're colour blind. It was all done for the MPs because of the... MPs can't read traffic lights. They're colour blind. (laughs) (laughs) And number three, Peter. Number three. Well, I'm afraid I'm going to have to um, reduce my jovality to I can't believe that you would be expectorating in the street. Who Who have you been talking to? Oh, you mean spitting. Yes. It's, well, well, I don't see the problem with it. People smoke in the street, people swear in the street. A little spitty spit here and there, does uh, nobody any uh, harm? Smoking and swearing in the street is still awful. Are you going to go around, Peter? Is your objection you're gonna, you, that you go around licking the pavement and you're worried you might catch my diseases? No, it's on the feet, isn't it? It's on the boot. Uh, look, at, look at the chewing gum that's left laying around. I'm not spitting chewing gum out. I'm spitting good biodegradable human waste. Oh, no, don't. Peter, thank you very much indeed.
worse than spitting in the street. I hate, I hate houses that have, that have dared to invade my eyeballs <laughs> with their Christmas lights outside. Disney comes to Dagenham. And I hope Disney are looking at page 13 of the sun. And I hope Disney sue the asses off of these chances. Why? It's probably for charity. Yeah, so what? Let it glow. Are they going to do a drum? No. They should have done a drum. A little rattle. Family turns terrace into Frozen Kingdom. No, they don't. Charity fundraisers. Anyone can be a charity fundraiser. Even you, Kelly. That's the great thing about it. Yeah. Have turned a row of council houses into a spectacular, a spectacular tribute to Disney's Frozen. Three generations of the McNabb family spent five hours each evening for a month transforming their home and got the OK from neighbours to extend lights all along the terrace. It looks disgusting. Let me have a look. And then they've just gone and put like a, Dis- a, a Frozen poster at the end of it. It looks know, bloody awful. I think it's I think it's all right. Is yeah, because you're common. Yeah. So what's your beef? It, it's common and it's horrible. No, it's not. They, it's mostly quite tasteful. Oh. They haven't got any inflatable Santas. They haven't got any Santas hanging out of the window or Homer Simpson Santas. I mean, it's all quite it, basically. It's just um, plain white lights oh, for the most part. I, if you're going to do it, do it like that. I, I don't mind. I hope Disney, uh, their lawyers are warm up their fax machines now, ready to fire off dozens of missives in their general D. Mickey Mouse has not got time for this. this Mate, is small fry. Disney are the most litigious company in the world after the Olympics. Seriously, Disney will pwn those guys. And if they don't, there is no justice in the world. Am I right? I'm not wrong. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's starting to get busy on the M25. There's a lane closed in both directions between Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and 27 for the M11. That's for repairs after the accident yesterday. And it's also starting to look very slow between Junction 21 for the M1 and 20 for Kings Langley as well. On the M1 southbound, it's building up now between the M1 Junction 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road and 9 for Redbourne. Having a look elsewhere in Milton Keynes on the 8421 standing way, there's roadworks in place around the Kingston roundabout. So expect delays there at the moment this morning. On the trains Great Northern have a replacement bus service running between Nebworth and Stevenage. That's because of problems with the lighting at Nebworth Station. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Samantha. Six forty-six. It's Wednesday, the tenth of December. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. We haven't opened our secret advent calendar with the chocolate in that no one else knows about. Should I go and get it? Yep. Don't turn me Nothing. Sorry, Kelly. No- I, I had a one. N- nothing. Sign up. What? Kath, get, Kath, let me in. Oh, you're joking. That's our private advent calendar. No, I had number eight. Did you give her one, Kath? Yes, she did. Oh, and it was good. Flipping, eh? Chris- Anyone would think that Christmas was about sharing and stuff. A gay couple from Milton Keynes will be among the first in the country to convert their civil partnership to marriage this morning. Two men have been arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving following yesterday morning's fatal crash on the M25. And a 19-year-old charity volunteer from Hertfordshire has drowned while swimming off the coast of South Africa. Here's Georgina with the weather. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
Good morning. Well, after a wet and windy night last night, we've got a much better day ahead of us. A few initial showers, but once they clear, it should be mainly dry and lots of sparkling blue skies today. So plenty of sunshine, particularly this morning. It's going to be pretty breezy, though, with gusts of 30 to 35 miles per hour. That's a west to southwesterly direction. We've got highs of 7 degrees Celsius. A few showers around tonight, but some clear spells too. It looks like we'll be frost-free once more, though, with lows of 3 degrees. And tomorrow, a few heavy showers, brighter spells too for some of us, but then rain comes in from the west in the afternoon and that's going to have some uh, heavier bouts within it. Now the wind's going to be increasing through tomorrow. We've got highs of 8 degrees Celsius and Thursday night into Friday morning is probably when we're going to see the worst of this week's weather. So there is an early yellow warning in place for the wind from midnight on Thursday through till midday on Friday. We are expecting gusts of up to 50 50 miles per hour Um, and along with the rain it's going to be a bit of a grotty commute on Friday morning by the looks of things at the moment. It does clear by the afternoon though and the winds start to drop just in time for the weekend. A frosty start to Saturday, clear and chilly but uh, some sunshine around and an increasing cloud and shower activity on Sunday. That's your latest forecast. Every weekday morning. You can book your place on the show now. Jonathan Vernon Smith. Come on and get some help, get some assistance. Tackling your consumer problems. I couldn't trace an account in any of the names or any of the addresses that were given. For it to be running for six weeks and then for them to cut it all off again just doesn't make any sense. The JVS Show fights for your rights. He came to me and asked if I could go and have a word with said bank. I had an email from the bank to say that you'd been in touch with them and the senior customs relations manager was most apologetic. Thankfully, you managed to get your money back. Yep, but that was due to, obviously, your station itself. The JVS Show, weekdays from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. We've got um, Peter and Wilma Green on next. Do you want to talk Excellent. to him? Or should we just play a record and pretend he never called Let's in? talk to Peter. <laughs> Let's Good. talk to Peter. Good morning, Peter. What would you like to have a whinge about this morning? I was just going to talk about what you were saying about spitting. Yes, they're going to there they're banning a law, it. There was a law already. There is a law already that against spitting. No, there isn't. Which was introduced. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. That it was introduced to prevent the spread of TB. There's not a law against it. Oh, well, well, oh, we, well, there well, a, well, well, there used to be a penalty then. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. Oh, yes, <laughs> did. Oh, no, they didn't, Peter. And, and it reduced TB down to z- practically zero until it was reintroduced. <laughs> Um, and that was a silly mistake, wasn't it, reintroducing it? Yeah. Uh, no, there wasn't a law. There was a campaign to stop people spitting because of TB, uh, but there, there, there was not a law. Well, there was, well, there was notices saying yeah, £5 okay. fine for spitting in the streets. Well, I... I, um, I, uh, <laughs> I come on. Yeah, hesitate. You, you hesitate. I'm hesitating to call you a liar. <laughs> no, there was notices <laughs> saying £5 fine for spitting in the streets. I guarantee that. Well, how are you going to prove that? I don't know. Let let other older uh, people uh, maybe tell you. Don't encourage more older people to call in. We're well, the, well, they've got listening. a lot more intelligence, you know. Sorry? They've got a lot more worldly experience, they, you know. They've forgotten more things than I will ever know. Absolutely. Come on, Peter, you like a good spit in the street. Oh, uh, definitely not. Oh, mate, really? Definitely not. Why? That's obnoxious. And not only that, but when you talk about chewing gum, there's also the germs from where they've been chewing it in the 
chewing gum. Sorry? When we talk about chewing gum as well... Who? who? Uh, everybody talking about it on the pavements everywhere. <laughs> uh, when when you spit that out, you've got germs from your mouth in, there, in that chewing gum as well. How come all the pigeons haven't got a disease then? Oh, hang on. I have. They don't eat chewing gum. <laughs> they eat anything. A pigeon will eat anything. Mind you, they are diseased. Yeah, that's your, that's your dead right. I don't agree with spitting out chewing gum. I think that's disgusting. Do you know what else? There's no need to spit out chewing gum. It's not true that it sticks to your ribs. You no. Just, you just pass it like anything else. Although I did go, <laughs> I did, uh, I did have a cousin who had to have a tiny apple tree removed from their oh, gut. Oh, shut up. True story. Oh. True story, Peter. Had to have a tiny apple tree removed from their gut because they'd been swallowing um, apple pips. I don't know about that. It's could, I suppose it could be possible. Well, it's, no, it happened. It happened to my cousin. Where, the, the pips were alive anyway. Yeah, exactly. Had he also swallowed quite a lot of um, soil and um, fertiliser? No, because it, it stuck in his gut. His gut is, is a fertile ground. It's full of bacteria that help things grow. Duh, everyone knows that. Well, you've got to remember, even, even when you get dirty hands and everything else, if you go up living in them sort of conditions where your huh? hands are dirty and that sort of thing, you do get a lot of immunity. Actually, uh, I saw a documentary on the body recently, Peter. Yeah, and it is possible for things to not only grow in um, uh, the body but to uh, to thrive. Yeah, it my was... mum used to always find potatoes in my ears. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> it was it was a documentary, and maybe you've seen it, Peter, called Inner Space. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. It's really good. They inject. They shrink a military scientist. <laughs> oh goodness gracious me! You're talking science fiction now. Oh, maybe I am. <laughs> Everybody gonna dance tonight Everybody gonna feel alright Everybody gonna dance around tonight Everybody gonna dance around Everybody gonna hit the ground Everybody gonna dance around tonight Well you can come on to my place if you want to You can do anything you want Shout. Everybody's gonna sing it out. Everybody- 
Everybody's gonna dance around tonight Or you can come on to my place if you want to You can do anything you want to do Oh, good joke. What? I don't know what it's got to do with Christmas. Is there a joke in there? Yeah. Where? How do we cheat on the... Are there a joke? We've been over the advent calendar now for nearly... um, Ten uh, days. Does Justin know about the advent calendar? Mm. The advent calendar? No. Shh, nothing. What advent calendar? Nothing Nothing sign up. What? Mm. Nothing sign up. Boss? So, but it turns out this advent calendar we haven't got has got jokes in. How do witches tell the time? Uh, Uh, Don't tell me. It's not even a joke. To wit, to woo. No. No. How do witches tell the time? Clock with their watches. With a witch watch. I don't think (laughs) it's the sort of thing my kids would make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. uh, I I had number nine today. If we had an advent calendar, who hides in the bakery at Christmas? Go on. Perverts. No. No. (laughs) That's not it. Deviants. No. A mince spy. Oh. Wow. Who's, ha- who's got today's number 10? That was number 10, the witch number watch. Number 10 was the witch watch, and I don't really get that. Um, why did the golfer wear an extra pair of trousers? Casey got a hole in one. Yeah. Casey okay. pooed himself because we have nerves. It was a big game. He was playing against uh, Rory McElroy. Uh, well, what do you get? I don't know any golf player. Thanks, man. What do you get if you eat Christmas decorations? Upset stomach. What? Tinsulitis. That's not a disease. It isn't. It's an inflammation, isn't it? What did baby corn say to mummy corn? Feed me, feed me now. No. Where's popcorn? <laughs> oh, has is is their dad left? That's a sad story. Yeah. Gosh. What have we got Dealey for? Spitting. Oh, yeah, but have you, you've not done it yet. Listen, I'm on the streets and uh, people are disgusted. Oh, come uh, on. No, seriously, they <laughs> they're are. what? They're disgusted. They are disgusted <laughs> uh, when they see people spitting and they are disgusted with your views this morning. What are you talking about, man? You think this is perfectly acceptable? I think it's today. all right. You I really think. Have let yourself down. Dude, listen, the front page of the papers is um, about the fact that your government goes and tortures people. I don't see that on the streets. We're talking about the streets this morning, what people can see. Yeah, stop comparing apples with tangerines. Mm. Justin, you'll you're, you're go and speak to people. Go and speak to the um, not-quite-so-common man, and you'll, you'll find that my wow. opinion is... Uh... OK, listen, I'm, I'm going to try for you. Thank I'll you. I'll do my very best, of course, as you know. I'm a very impartial BBC reporter. <laughs> so, you're you're um, disgusted, aren't you? Yeah, so that no, reporter come just say it. 7.30. Just say it, you're disgusted, aren't you? No, I'm not. I think you're dis- I'm disgusted. Would you please leave me alone? <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Yeah, cheers, boss. Ta-ta. Disgusted. Didn't get time to talk about the sexy school that's teaching women how to be sexy. Can't learn it from a book, can you? Uh, no, it's a school. Yes, yeah, so you can't learn it from a book. No, you learn it in a school. Can't learn it in a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Travel news for beds, hearts, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
On the M25, there's a lane closed in both directions between Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and 27 for the M11. That's for repairs after the accident there yesterday, and it's starting to get very busy there as well this morning. The speed sensors are also showing that things are moving very slowly anti-clockwise on the M25 between Junction 21 for the M1 and 20 for Kings Langley. On the M1 southbound, it's very busy between Junction 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road and 9 for Redbourne, and it's also looking very slow on the A5 southbound from Lynch Hill, approaching Junction 9 for Redbourne towards the M1. In Biddenham, there's a lane closed on the A428 for roadworks at the Branston Way. That could put extra pressure on the normal rush hour traffic in and out of Bedford. And on the trains, Great Northern have a replacement bus service running between Stevenage and Nebworth. That's because there are some problems with the lighting at Nebworth Station. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much. So spitting in the street, Steve Brookstein, gays getting married... It sounds like an action-packed local radio phone-in show, doesn't it? Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, gay couple from Milton Keynes among the first to tie the knot. Two arrested after M25 crash and Hertfordshire teenager drowns in South Africa. BBC Three Counties Radio. A Milton Keynes couple are among the first in the country to convert their civil partnership to marriage. Becky and Alex Streak will tie the knot at the registry office in Bletchley this morning. More from Tony Fisher. Since March, same-sex couples have been able to get married in England and Wales, but those in civil partnerships have had to wait till today to marry their partner. Couples who formed a civil partnership before March can convert to marriage for free for the first year only. Two men have been arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving following yesterday morning's fatal crash on the M25 on the Hertfordshire-Essex border. A man believed to have been a 39-year-old from Leicester was pronounced dead at the scene. The arrested men, aged 33 and 25, are both in hospital and will be interviewed later. The motorway was closed for over 12 hours and the outside lane remains closed in both directions this morning. Resurfacing work has taken place overnight. A 19-year-old charity volunteer from Hertfordshire has drowned while swimming off the coast of South Africa. Alice Barnett from Tring died with a 21-year-old colleague. The pair were finishing a 10-week placement in the Port Elizabeth area. Alice was a former pupil at Sir Henry Floyd Grammar School in Aylesbury. Almost a third of England's secondary schools are not good enough, according to the Chief Inspector of Schools. In his annual report, Sir Michael Wilshaw says primary schools, by contrast, do appear to be making progress. A firefighter from Bletchley who was sacked for going on strike has spoken out for the first time. Buckinghamshire Fire Service had questioned the legality of the strike and dismissed Ricky Matthews when he decided to take part. Yesterday, more than 3,000 firefighters took part in a protest in Aylesbury. The Fire Brigade's union says it will take legal action. Mr Matthews says he just wants his job back. There was no disciplinary investigation. There was no disciplinary hearing. I never had an opportunity to state my case. And subsequently, the authority have refused to hear my appeal. Severe gales are expected to sweep across northern and central areas of the United Kingdom today. Forecasters are predicting huge coastal waves and wind speeds of up to 80 miles an hour. Network Rail says that around 10% of train services won't be operating over Christmas and the New Year so that improvements can be carried out. 11,000 engineers will be working. Some of the busiest lines in this region will be affected. More from Richard Westcott. Most of the work will be carried out on Christmas Day and Boxing Day, but it will still hit.
hit people's travel plans, especially around London. It'll be harder to get into King's Cross until the 29th of December. Services into and out of Euston will also be slow until the 29th of December. And part of London Bridge will be shut until the new year. The trains are less than half full over Christmas, which is why some of the most disruptive work is carried out during that period. In sport, Liverpool are out of the Champions League after a one-all draw at home to Basel. Arsenal, who had already qualified for the knockout stages, won 4-1 away to Galatasaray. The weather mainly dry with sunny spells, but a risk of showers this afternoon. Staying windy, a maximum temperature 7 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash counties. Today on BBC Three Counties Radio. From nine. The JVS Show. With your views, your stories and your consumer problems. From 12. Nick Coffer. Physiotherapist Richard Evans here to help ease your aches and pains. And I'll be speaking to Nils Lofgren, guitarist from Bruce Springsteen's legendary E Street Band. From three. Roberto Peroni. I'm here to bring you the latest traveller news as well as the family and lifestyle panel. From seven. Mark Forrest. Find out what's been going on across the whole country all day. Today on BBC Three Counties Radio. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Lots to talk about this morning. Gays getting married. There can't be anybody. There can't be anybody who objects to the fact that gays have been able to get married since March. And if they're in a civil partnership, well, from today, they can get that converted into a marriage. I say there can't be anybody against it. I know from doing this job for the last two years here and various other places for years before that there are loads of people against it. Can someone, someone... Give me one solid argument as to why gay people can't be married that doesn't involve a misinterpretation of the Bible or the fact that it will demean my heterosexual marriage. Can someone give me one example, one reason? Because I've never heard one. 08459 455 555. Spitting in the street. Oh, it's not that bad, is it? Is it? And other bits and pieces. 08459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Boy, oh boy, how good is it to have Paul Scoynes back at work? So good. Isn't it good? Thank you, Scoynesy. He sent us through some emails of stuff that we, well, we should have had yesterday. We didn't get, so Scoynesy, thank you. Why did he need a month off? Baby, I think. Yeah, why did he need a month off? He didn't pass it. No, but I think uh, he's jointly responsible. Yeah, he yeah he did he the hard bit. So well. Well, we're waiting for the results to come back from the lab. But yeah, he did the hard bit. He, he, you know, he should come back immediately. A month off for a baby makes it makes me want to be sick. Bone idle. Um, uh, Catherine, what uh, have you got on the text? Uh, we've got here from Tony torture. Is, this is talking about the oh. revelation uh, that the CIA may have been complicit in torture. Uh, torture is fair enough if it's done on the right person. Oh. Oh, hang on. Simon Cowell. Oh, here we go. Did the CIA really torture? You'll be telling me next that they execute people that have confessed to alleged crime. What a wonderful world, says Tony. It's the front page of the papers. It was big news yesterday. It was on all local, all kind of radio stations and on the big news channels. And um, that the CIA torture, and we were probably complicit into it. And, and uh, what, what, what's the surprise? I, we, we knew that, didn't we? We knew that. There's never an excuse for torture. It doesn't work. 
Uh, we're also talking about something else there's no excuse for. Gobbing in the street. Math in oh. hand slope. I agree math. with JD. It yeah, makes math me wood. Feel, it's a plum. Makes me feel ill, especially the one finger nasal shot, which another... Again, this is another allusion to another community find acceptable to do in a wash basin when next to a toilet with a supply of tissue. That's a very specific example. Uh, it, it is. A, I do think it's an ethnic thing. I do think African uh, uh, Africans and Pakistanis. I worked in Pakistan for three months. Oh man, they were flobbing everywhere. Is over it culturally there. acceptable there? Yeah, yeah, completely. I mean, this, also is, this seen, was fifteen years ago. I've seen ago, white British lads doing it as well. Um, all bodily but, fluids. Sorry? All bodily fluids should be kept to themselves unless. What? Someone wants it. What oh, the hell just gosh, happened? Kelly. The thing is, though, if those lads, white English lads, I'm, I'm just not even going to dwell on that. Uh, well, who would it be? No. Uh, white English lads, their mum would probably give them a clip around the ear. In Pakistan, their mum would be spitting next to them. No. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Well, you Keep saw that in. grandmother yesterday. Keep it in. This is the thing. We saw, uh, we saw a, a woman spit in the street yesterday, which is why this has um, raised our hackles. Although you think it's all right for blokes to do it. I think it's all right for anyone but to do it. Dis- I think it's disgusting. I don't oh, think... No, no, but Catherine, please, you're putting words in my mouth. I don't think it's all right... Uh, I think it's all right for anyone to do it, as long as they do it discreetly. That woman wasn't discreet. Some of that could have... If there had been a strong wind, that would have blown back into the baby's mouth. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mark says, the next fine will be letting off... For letting off in the low emission zone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I think we've done that. I think, we, I think we've done this one for now. <laughs> if you baby. want to send us a text, eight one three double three, put three CR in the beginning. Thank you very much indeed. Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. A Milton Keynes couple will be among the first in the country to convert their civil partnership to a marriage this morning. Becky and Alex Streak will tie the knot at the registry office in Bletchley. Well, since March, same-sex couples have been able to get married in England and Wales, but civil partners have had to wait till today to become husbands or wives. Well, Becky joins now. Morning, Becky. Morning, how are you? How dare you demean my heterosexual marriage by getting <laughs> married, you lesbians? How dare you? I know, I know, I can't help it, sorry. Uh, have you have you had any kind of criticism about this? Have, have people, I mean, I'm sure your, your, your friends are all for it, of course, but has anybody been vaguely negative about you getting married? No, not really. Um, we've got a really supportive family and fem, uh, friend base, so um, it's never really been an issue. Um, both of us come from like quite large families, so no, no one's really ever sort of said anything. I think in this day and age, I think it's you know people just take it for what it is mm, now. You you, uh, you you say that, Becky. We'll get phone calls. I know we will. How how long um, have you and Alex? First of all, how long have you and Alex been together? Uh, nearly six years. Okay, and when did you become uh, civil partners? Uh, two and a half years ago. So for us, our wedding day will always be sort of the 18th of August. Do you got two wedding days now? You've got two days oh, you can don't celebrate. don't say that. She said that. Two, well, it's, it's, it's a great idea. Come on. It's the, it's the presents. The, the, no, the, the romance. lots of money. No, 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 no. Civil partnership is such a... I think it's such an ugly term. Be, being uh, yeah, being so wife I. and wife or being married is, is kind of much nicer. So what? when did you decide that you were going to get married... You, you were going to convert it to a marriage? Um... Uh, it's always been there. It's always been, you know, a, a, you know, I asked Alex to marry me and then um, obviously we had to go down a civil partner route. Um, but it was always it was always as soon as we could, um, we would. Um, it's just basically that we just want we just want the same as everybody else. You know, we're, we're the same as everybody else. We have the same relationship. We have our ups, we have our downs. You know, we do the washing up. There's nothing exciting about any of it. And what's happening today? What's what's the plan for today? 
Um, it's just really quiet today. We're going to go down, um, do our bits and bobs, whatever it is um, that we need to do down there. Um, yeah, okay, listen, just... Becky, why, why am I not speaking to Alex, who's obviously the romantic in this couple? No, we'll we'll go romantic. down there and do our bits and bobs. Yeah, yeah, she, she, she's shy. Oh, bless her. So, so you, what, you, do you just go down, what, you take a few friends and go and sign a, a, the registry book or something? Is that how it works? Um, no, we're not taking anybody, just ourselves this time, because obviously our civil partnership, uh, when we did that, it was massive. There was, you know, we had loads of people everywhere, and so for us, it's just something, you know, for us, and we're just going to go out for a meal afterwards. Very, very nice. And, th- I mean... Do you feel nervous? Did you feel nervous last night? Or is it just kind of just a slightly mundane form-filling exercise? Well, I did feel a little nervous, um, but it's just, I think for us, it's, I think the nerves are more to, that. this is just the end now of the respect of we've got the same as everybody else. So, yeah. you know, I've got lots of brothers and sisters that are married, um, and, you know, I've got exactly the same now, and it's a nice feeling. Well, Becky, listen. I, I, congratulations. I was going to say, wish you luck, but it sounds like it's all—it's all rather straightforward. But um, ha- have a wonderful day. Thank you ever so much. Thank you very much, Becky. There we go. Now, how could anybody object to that? She sounded lovely. They've been together for ages. Yeah. Yeah. They just want what everyone else has. How could anyone object to that? The the uh, and I know we, there are people out there. There are haters who are going to hate. And they're being very quiet this morning. Come on, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not going to have a pop at you or anything. I'm keen, I'm keen to hear one good reason why gay people shouldn't get married. There isn't a misinterpretation of the Bible, and there isn't it's going to demean heterosexual marriage, because obviously it, it hasn't, it doesn't, it won't. It's just more, it means more people can join our, our gang. I don't know why you want to join the gang, it's blooming hard work. But there you go. 08459 four double five five double five. You know, there, there will be people fuming and furious that Becky and Alex dare to get converted to a marriage. Or are there? Are we just making an assumption? Man, you know, you, you know that there are, there are people out there who, who hate that stuff. You know there are people who hate that stuff. Um, let's see. But, okay, if no one calls in by nine o'clock, then all all right with it. Then homophobia is defeated. We can move on to the next um, great uh, taboo, which is spitting. Because <laughs> haters going to hate that, and I don't see what your beef is with it. There's no problem. You know, listen. You have a little. You do it discreetly. You don't do it in front of people. You don't do it on a windy day. Um, <laughs> if you've been for a run, sorry. If you've been for a run, what are you going to do? Tell me going to spit. That's what you're going to do. And probably do a wee-wee on the side of the pavement. Oh, well. oh, all right, oh, Paula Radcliffe. you draw the line there, do you? Paula Ra- no, There I is do- no line. I do a wee- It's the same thing. Well, it's not the same thing. It is the same There's thing. There's more wee-wee. And as you know, my wee-wee habits... Oh. Hey, I started watching a good film last night. Well, I watched a rubbish film last night. Happy Feet 2. Give me a rundown. Give me Why? a rundown. Why the, would that be out? Because I've got children. Oh, okay. So basically, I only saw the last 45 minutes. Give me the three-line um, review. Okay. Penguins on a mountain, penguins in a canyon. Penguins on a mountain dance to save the penguins in a canyon to the music of Queen. Two thumbs down. That actually sounds good. It was. It sounds good. It's flipping awful. It's rubbish. I mean, Happy Feet One was a clue. That was flipping. And I even said, and I never criticise my boys when they're watching films. I said, "What on earth is this utter rubbish you are watching, boys?" They liked it. I um, gave them a wallop and sent them to bed with no food. That'll learn them to have taste. But then I started watching The Sightseers. 
Have you seen that? No. Oh, it's good. It's, um, what's his name? Steve Oram and Alice Lowe. And um, they play like a really weird couple that go on a caravanning holiday and he goes around killing people. It's brilliant. Why do caravans always lead to murder in yeah. films? Oh, it's br- it's such a good film. I'm only halfway through it. I'll have the rest of that. I had to, I had to stop it to uh, go to uh, see my personal fitness instructor. And uh, when I got back, I felt nauseous, so I had to go and lie down for and a bit. And you couldn't lift your arm. Oh. That <sighs> controlled the remote. Like half an hour. Exactly. I had to sit in my car for half an half hour an trying hour. to remember how to drive. drive. To drive. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are queues on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 18 for Chorleywood and 16 for the M40. And also there's a lane closed in both directions between Junction 26 Wharton Abbey and 27 for the M11 for repairs after the accident yesterday where a lorry crashed through the barrier. On the speed sensors, they're also showing things are looking very slow anti-clockwise between Junction 21 for the M1 and 20 for Kings Langley as well. On the M1 southbound, it's very busy between Junction 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road and 9 for Redbourne. And it's also very slow approaching the M1 from Lynch Hill on the A5 through Mark Yate as well. On the trains, Great Northern have a replacement bus service running between Stevenage and Nebworth. That's because there are some problems with the lighting at Nebworth Station. And on the Bakerloo line, if you're heading uh, through there to London today, it's a, suspend, a severe delay sorry, between Baker Street and Elephant and Castle, and that's because of a signal failure. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much. 7.16. It is uh, Wednesday the 10th of uh, December. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A gay couple from Milton Keynes will be among the first in the country to convert their civil partnership to marriage this morning. Two men have been arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving following yesterday morning's fatal crash on the M25. And a 19-year-old charity volunteer from Hertfordshire has drowned while swimming off the coast of South Africa. These Three Counties Radio. Every weekday from three. Is the best thing just to run away to a hotel somewhere? A little bit of fun. I've got a feeling that this argument unfolds in every house. The latest news. New regulations allowing parents to share the care of their child in the first year after birth come into force today. Personal Genome Service claims to offer access to more than 100 pieces of genetic information about your health. A little bit of everything. Because if you haven't got baby Jesus and nativity, then it's not a nativity, is it? Let me bring you up to speed with some local news. Good afternoon. Welcome to the programme. What's your comment? We'll talk films and science fiction. Fascination with science fiction films. Roberto Peroni on BBC Three Counties Radio. A lot of fun. Great bands. Plans are afoot to tighten the net on unlicensed tattooists known as scratch. I never heard this term. Scratchers. No, scratching, I thought, was to do with, you know, hip hop, isn't it? Yeah. NWA and those guys. Apparently not. We need to get with it. Uh, in central Bedfordshire, they, they want to tighten the, uh, the net. The council's agreed new bylaws in a bid to stop people getting all kinds of horrible diseases along with their cheap inkings. Catherine Boyle, uh, you, are, you are tattoo free. Yep. Uh, what are these new bylaws? They were approved by full council and now they'll need to be approved by the Department of Health following a further one-month consultation period. This new legislation 
aims at replacing the existing bylaws which are currently in force and include tighter rules around body piercing as well as the fact that all tattooists and piercers will now require photo ID. As you say, the change has been promoted by a rise in the number of scratchers or unlicensed tattoo artists who run the risk, the council says, of transmitting blood-borne infections such as hepatitis and HIV by not using properly sterilised equipment. But will these new bylaws, Catherine, make any difference whatsoever? Well, that's the big question. and, and That's t- why I'm asking. I asked the big question. And I don't know because I'm not Mystic Meg, but it definitely oh. seems that some sort of attention is needed. Like and when we spoke to some local tattoo and piercing studios, they seem more concerned that these new bylaws weren't addressing the actual problem because scratchers don't make themselves known to the local council. So how on earth are you supposed to find them unless people no. dob them in? And if they're using them, they're doing it to save money. Claire McGowan, a local tattoo artist we'll be speaking to later on in the show, told us how these bylaws won't do anything to prevent people from operating from their own homes. Break, they're already breaking the law, so why wouldn't they break this one? Um, The Chartered Institute of Environmental Health says that while there are a variety of legal measures requiring registration of premises and model bylaws specifying um, general standards, there are no requirements for qualifications and training of practitioners carrying out the tattooing and body piercing procedures. A national guideline is there, but it's just that, it's a guideline. Central Beds Council want to make more young people aware of the health health risks of tattoos because the kids are listening to the council, aren't they? Ah. Really? Again, but I guess they've got to try, haven't they? Next month, the Council's Environmental Health and Public Health teams will be launching a joint education campaign which will be rolled out across all middle and upper schools and colleges across central Bedfordshire. It's aimed at children 12 and above. It's designed to fit into um, personal, social and health and economic education lessons, for there are such things, and will uh, encourage youngsters to think about the wider issue of body image as well as providing information about safe choices and health risks associated with tattooing and piercing. Listen... You're not allowed to get a tattoo under the age of 18, but if you're going to one of these kind of back street type things, the, the, the rule, there are no rules, are there? Um, the council says it wants young people to think before they get pierced or tattooed by someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Sexy school. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not being speaking out of turn or inappropriately. This is an actual thing. Could the school for seduction spice up your marriage? No. Meet the wealthy wives attending classes to pep up their relationships. Can you be seductive in a coverall cardi? We are about to find out because the lady wearing a fetching navy one, not quite a waterfall cardigan, but of that cosy, comfy ilk, I don't know what that means. Oh, it just means that it's a baggy one. Is striding down the room with hers a swish. She also has a garter hooked up over her jeans and is stopping every so often to wind a length of lace around her neck. I think that stuff frightens men. She, still, she is wearing skyscraper heels, which means when she pushes her bottom out or when she's instructed to, quote, think dirty thoughts, there is an air of sex goddess. There are 24 women, all in their 30s and 40s, married with children, strutting them down the function room in the... Oh, for goodness sakes. Look, there's a picture of them. Teething trouble. Parfum du Femmes members practice seductive glove removal. Yeah. What gloves are they wearing? What, woolly ones? No, black silky ones. Right. That's, um... Wouldn't that frighten you? That would frighten most men I know. 
One woman, because it's, it smacks of desperation, doesn't it? One woman called Joanna sent her husband a message via email and invited him into... Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. And invited him to an erotic experience in the spare room. <laughs> you see, that's the bit. See you in the box room, five minutes. I set it all up with candles and everything, she said. He was quite excited. <laughs> Did it work? Oh, gosh, yes. It was murder on the Egyptian cotton sheets. The oil, you know, but it did spice things up. I was a bit worried what my daughter would say if she got up and found us in the spare room surrounded by candles. This week's lesson is the art of burlesque. That's fat women in basques, isn't it? It's, um, yeah, it's chubby stripping. Cheeky chubby stripping. Deary, deary me. Yeah. I- I've got a little, um, that woman who set up the box room like a bordello. Mm. You probably would just have popped into the box room anyway. I don't think she needed the candles. I don't think men are into that stuff, are they? No, they they want. Um, it's all about opportunity. They want um, rather than ambiance. They want their women to dress like prostitutes. Do they? Yeah, yeah. Guys, guys. So hang on. Yellow. She's like, oh, I'm going to send him an email. Yeah. What if he didn't get it till like a week later? She's, She's just going to sit in there, there with candles. <laughs> That's that's going to burn down. That could be very, very dangerous, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. Couldn't it? Highly flammable. Oh, wait, 459 455 555 is the telephone number I mean, if you want really? to give us a... What? I mean, really. I mean, really. I suppose, though, this is a modern equivalent. And, and, and oh, gosh, every child that grew up in the 70s probably had this awful experience of going through um, your mum's drawers and finding the joy of sex hidden away. Oh, oh gosh, Really? Not in the 70s, but when I was growing up, I once found a... Steady on! I can say it. Um, Like a comic book of the Flintstones being... Okay, okay. Bit of bam-bam. Whereas we had a guidebook to Pompeii. Sorry? Yeah. Just because it happened a long time ago doesn't mean it's not filth. Hey, here's the thing. I've never seen... um, I've never seen a Lord of the Rings, or a, where's Miss Sun gone? Not not Miss Sun, and he's probably on his way to school. I've never seen a Lord of the Rings, yeah. uh, or or a Hobbit. My plan was I've read them. That, that's the sort oh, of kid I, I was. I liked the Hobbit when I was a kid. I read that about the age of nine, a bit advanced for me, but I couldn't get into the Lord of the Rings. It was no, they're hard. You have to really tedious. you really have to go for it. My plan was to um, when all of the Lord of the Rings came out. Uh, was to get all of the like the extended versions on DVD, right, and then have a day where I would just sit down and watch them, sit down and watch them, and then I just thought I can't be bothered. No, they're long. They yeah. are long. So, so I've never seen them, and I've never seen the Hobbit. The new, there's a new Hobbit film out. Mm. It's the second part of the first one. But the Hobbit's really short. I know, and they made a meal of the first one. Lord of the Rings director Peter Jackson gets a hug from Orlando Bloom. There's a man that needs a slap, if anybody ever needed a slap. Which one? Bloom. Oh. And Jackson, actually. Because oh. J- J- Peter Jackson used to make brilliant films. Brain no. Dead, anybody? Bad Taste? Have you not seen Bad Taste? No. Bad Taste is brilliant. I've fallen out with him over that um, King Kong. That was rubbish. He makes rubbish now. Bad taste. Everyone go and watch Bad Taste if you're over the age of 18. Ah, if you, no, if you're over the age of, of 12. It's brilliant. It's like a, a really schlocky uh, New Zealand low-budget horror film that's kind of like just like a joke, and it's wonderful for it. 
There's a bit where they're, they're shooting aliens, and the alien, he has to kind of stab his gun into the alien. But, but there are more aliens coming, so he has to kind of get the gun to come out the other side of the alien, and then he shoots people. Right. Brilliant. That could happen. It, it's not a documentary, mate. It's fantasy. OK, Inner Space. Me- <laughs> medical documentary. Oh, you laugh at me because I read Martin Short's autobiography. It had me in tears last oh. night. Talk- he was talking to his dead wife. Oh. Spoiler alert. He was talking to his dead wife, for goodness sakes. It was very, very sad. Mm. Very emotional. Well, what are you reading at the moment, then? Well, I'm... Gonna... My Danny Baker? Yeah. You're not enjoying it? I've not started it yet. Oh, for... I'm tired. Every time I sit down with a book, I fall asleep. But then what? But so, well, what? Give me my books back then. No, I'm going to read it. I don't know whether to start me Mick Fleetwood or me Frank Sidebottom next. Oh, Mick Fleetwood. Because yeah. then when you've finished, mm. I'll have it. I don't think I'm going to lend you any more books. Why? You don't read them. I do. She doesn't read them. I do. Um, I've seen her read some while she's... While she's Shh. Um, Shh. Sorry. Um, hey. Front page of the Sun. As oil price plunges, we demand fuel cut to one pounds fifteen pence or hundred. Who, who, who's we? Oh, the, the sun. sun. Why do they say one hundred and fifteen pence? I never understand that. Down in the pumps, greedy petrol giants must end ripoff. The Sun today demands greedy fuel giants slash their petrol prices to one hundred and fifteen pence a litre. Well, here's the thing: as I was driving in, I saw the petrol was one hundred and sixteen pence a litre, and I thought, oh, that's good. So they've wasted a front page here. Down in the pumps is a good... Yeah, well, they had the line and they obviously they thought we were going to use it. But they, they've wasted a front page because petrol's really, really cheap at the moment. I'm tempted to go and fill my bath with petrol. You're not allowed to. <laughs> Don't do that. That's You're not allowed to. It's illegal to fill a bath with petrol. Why would you want to fill a bath with petrol? People did during the fuel crises of uh, 2000. So it'd yeah. be more like petrol prices coming up pumps... No. You're, you really seem to have forgotten how to use words yeah, today. I was thinking Trumps. No. But, but... Donald um, Trumps could be... Donald comes up Trumps. Could be a story about Donald Trump being successful whilst blowing off. With a trumpet. There we go. Up is Jaxie. This is what happens when we don't have any phone calls, Catherine. I hold you personally responsible. Oh, hang on. I've got Dennis. Uh, I'm not that bothered. Thanks very much indeed. We, we, we can carry on talking about billionaires putting trumpets up their bottoms. Let's remind people what they can get their teeth into this morning. Go on then. How about that? We're talking about um, gay conversions. Not from uh, gay to straight. No. Is, is unfortunately, that even possible? Unfortunately. No. That's an irony bell there. No, look, Jill is, des- is desperate to prove to me that, um, uh, that, uh, that finds that there has been a law against spitting longer than now. And I'm, do, do you know what, Jill? I'm going to deny all of your evidence. It doesn't exist. Anyway, yes. so um, the first um, civil partnerships are able to convert to a marriage this morning. Yeah. Is anyone bothered? 08459 555555. Or are we mostly all happy for them? I think so. You, seem, you, you, you live in a fantasy-naive world where everyone we... loves... Everyone's going around embracing homosexuality and celebrating the fact that they can get no, married. No, I think the media goes out of its way to find a tub-thumper. I, uh, I tell you why people aren't calling in. It's because they, they suspect I will give them um, a, a sound thrashing on their bodies. Or they don't got beef. People got beef. No. People got beef with gays. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. I think it's made up. Not made up. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
There's still a lane closed on the M25 in both directions between Junction 26 Waltham Abbey and 27 for the M11. It's very busy there at the moment. Anti-clockwise on the M25, there are queues between Junction 18 for Chorleywood and 16 for the M40 as well. And approaching the M25 on the A41 southbound from Hemel Hempstead, it's looking very busy from Two Waters Road towards Junction 20 for Kings Langley. Having a look at the M1 southbound, it's very slow between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and 9 for Redbourne. And it's looking very busy too near there on the airport way in Luton. Westbound, it's very busy between Vauxhall Way and the M1 Junction 10A for the Kidneywood roundabout. On the trains Great Northern still have a replacement bus service running between Nebworth and Stevenage. That's because of problems with the lighting at Nebworth Station. And on the London Underground, the Bakerloo line has severe delays from Baker Street to Elephant and Castle. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 7.30, I'm Simon Oxley. A Milton Keynes couple are among the first in the country to convert their civil partnership to marriage. Becky and Alex Streak will tie the knot at the registry office in Bletchley this morning. Two men have been arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving following yesterday morning's fatal crash on the M25 on the Hertfordshire-Essex border. A 19-year-old charity volunteer from Hertfordshire has drowned while swimming off the coast of South Africa. Alice Barnett from Tring died with a 21-year-old colleague and Almost a third of England's secondary schools are not good enough, according to the Chief Inspector of Schools. In his annual report, Sir Michael Wilshaw says primary schools, by contrast, do appear to be making progress. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Liverpool are out of the Champions League after a one-all draw at home to Basel, so Brendan Rodgers' side go into the Europa League. We're obviously disappointed to, to go out. I think that we don't the right to be in it this year after a wonderful season last year. Probably over the course of the games, we, we weren't good enough, didn't collect enough points and, and ultimately went out. But as I said, it's, it's been a real good learning experience for us and it's certainly, you know, we... We're going to fight as hard as we possibly can to ensure it's not another five years. Arsenal, who had already qualified for the knockout stages, won 4-1 away to Galatasaray. His manager, Arsene Wenger. We gave a strong response from the start on, you know, and uh, we looked uh, dangerous every time we won the ball back and uh, we had good penetration, good, we could score good goals and uh, until half-time I feel uh, we had a very strong performance. Tonight, Manchester City aim to win away to Roma to progress, although much depends on how CSKA Moscow fare away to Bayern Munich. Chelsea, who are already through, host Sporting Lisbon. In Conference South, Hemel Hempstead beat Staines 5-1. Bishop Stortford lost 3-2 at Bromley. In the Southern League Premier, Chesham won 3-1 at Biggleswade. Burnham lost 2-1 at Histon. In the FA Youth Cup, Stevenage lost 2-1 to Everton after extra time at the Lamex Stadium. England's cricketers play their fifth one-day international in Sri Lanka, trailing 3-1 in the seven-match series. Play starts at nine o'clock this morning, our time. And Australia captain Michael Clark has completed a century on day two of the test against India, a week after his emotional speech at the funeral of teammate Phil Hughes. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next full bulletin is at eight. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Gays getting married, spitting in the streets, and other bits and pieces. Paul's in Northampton. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Ian. What you got for us, Paul? Well, I'd like to say good on the gay people for being allowed to act 
actually, finally, eventually get married properly. Well, they've been able to get married since March, but this... What, no, what, no, 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 yeah. But what's happening yeah, today right. is they're allowed to convert their... Um, if they were civil partners, they're allowed to convert that to a proper legitimate marriage. Yeah, which means they've got to spend more money, does, does it? Is it a money-making thing, this? I think it's just, I think it's just a few quid. It's admin, isn't it? It's not. I mean, they're not going to be uh, lashing out fortunes. The, the couple we heard today, they're just going to go in and sign a few documents. Well, uh, good on them because I mean, I I am that way. I'm not married, and I've had the most awful life. And like yourself, Ian, I had a bit of a troubled childhood. Oh. But unfortunately, I ended up jumping the fence and having an awful life. But it would be nice to have, always. I've always said it since I was young. When I'm with a partner, it'd be nice to actually have the same rights, the same abilities, and and to be able to get married and show that I have that love and affection for that person. But you shouldn't have to get married, really, should you, really? You know, if well, you love somebody. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's nice to have the option, I guess, isn't it? Mm, it is, and it makes... Are you, are like you smoking? Um, unfortunately, yes, Paul, I'm a smoker as well. Unbelievable! You're, you're, isn't it, isn't it uh, interesting that I'm having a go in for smoking? <laughs> 20 years ago, it would have been for, for being the other way, but you're having a go <laughs> But it would have been. This is, and that, you'd, you'd have been congratulated for smoking, and now things are reversed. But, um, Paul, yeah. you're smoking to me on the telephone. Yes. How, yes. How no one can see me. How? Nobody knew until you told we can hear, me. We can hear you go... <laughs> Um, yeah, but I'd, I'd rather smoke than be smitting in the street. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not having that. I'm, smoking <laughs> is far more disgusting than uh, having a little spit spit. Really? Yes! Well, well, I think it's just as bad because there's nothing worse. Now, I work on construction and demolition. Oh, yeah. There's nothing worse than walking along and there's a big green dollop right in front of very you. Rarely do you very rarely do you... Very rarely. Where do you see big green dollops? Well, at this time of year, quite often. Yeah, well, you do, people, people need to do it discreetly, and they need to do it in the gutter well, or in the BBC Three Counties car park, like I do. Yeah, or like I do, and it either in the gutter, yeah, in the in the oh. you know in, in in the gutter or a train, or somewhere totally out of the way where people are not going to so, walk in. So not you are their hands. you are a spitter, Paul. Um, being a smoker, yes, I do spit when you. I actually need to spit. Oh. I do it discreetly, <laughs> and I do it in a place where nobody will ever come across it. Paul, thank you very much indeed. So he is a spitter. Smoker, spitter, and a homosexual. Deary, deary me, Paul. Uh, well, maybe you're right, Catherine. Maybe nobody is against the gay marriage thing, then. The, the conversion from, from um, um, civil partnership to marriage. That's what's happening today. Maybe no one is against it. Maybe it is a media construct. And um, as a radio station and other radio stations, LBC and Five Live, they, we have a database. You type into the computer... Anti-gay marriage. And, uh, you know, half a dozen names come up. So maybe there are only half a dozen people, and it's us that's perpetuating this myth that there are swathes of the public that are against this i don't know i don't know i wait four five nine four double five five double five is it a manufactured media thing i just don't want to do what everyone else will do 
Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. I may have got it completely wrong, but I think for well, the most part, people are not bothered. Maybe we send Justin out to see because Justin right. will. Justin, I have to say, um, I went out on something similar recently. I don't think people would be against gay marriage. However, here we go. Um, there are a lot of people that I've spoken to, and recently as well, not back in nineteen seventy-two before I was born. Uh, recently, a lot of people with very anti-gay views still incredibly those people are out there and they do exist well let's take let's take it to the streets just we've got an hour and a half mm. uh, so, so the, the story is that gay people today who are in civil partnerships they can have that converted to a marriage they've been able to get mm. married for a while they can have that converted to a marriage uh, basically it's, you, you just go in and sign a few forms and, and bob's your uncle fanny's your aunt and really it's just about the wording isn't it we spoke to a guy from stonewall earlier on who said it doesn't really make that much legal difference it's just about the fact that you feel that you're on an equal um footing with everyone else so, mm. so maybe it is a media construct that you know that we hunt down these people who are anti-gay marriage and we give them a voice which makes it sound like there are more of them than ever <sighs> can you take it to the streets just i'll take you to the streets well what i would say though i think that some people would be how can i put this um scared to maybe come on the radio and be honest with you and scared to talk to me this morning on the streets and be honest about their about nah. their views they'll be honest, they'll be honest with you you're the you're the human uh, truth machine uh, i'll try i'll you try can do. Uh, now listen spitting yeah we just heard from our last caller who said he'd rather be a smoker than a spitter then it turns out he was both now justin you're a smoker i've been a smoker you cannot be a smoker and not spit it's Uh, part mm. of the deal and you know it dealy you know it not going for that what why would you need to spit if you're a smoker i don't because of all the gunk and um the the, i I won't swear all of the gunk that that is brewing in your chest yeah well quite simply what you do then Mm. if that does come up you you spit into a tissue no. you put it into the bin you, you have never gentleman. oh justin listen you talk about people being on, honest on the radio mate i've got a quote of you saying you deal in fact not fiction this yep. is pure bullshine that you okay. are dealing you in here you have, you have never you i have never spit on the street i've never so seen, you seen me exactly i've never seen you spit in a handkerchief because you've never done it. Not in a handkerchief, but in a tissue. Have I have you done that? When was the last time you spat in a tissue? Um, probably the last time i had a cold believe it or not i don't believe it when so I'm, I'm going to go are, or not. You are closer to me, probably, than anybody else in that building. We what? go out quite a lot for breakfast. Sorry? You've never seen me spit in two years. That tells you everything you need to I, know. I think I have seen you spit. When? On the way to breakfast, or possibly after one of the disgusting when breakfasts was that, we get. When was that? I don't know, Dealey, but oh, trust no, me, okay. trust me, I can play the long game here, mate. Yeah. I'm here at least <laughs> until September 2015, at least, OK? OK. And I'll be watching your every... Yeah every movement and i will be filming you mm. and photographing you and if you have a spit then all 72 yeah. of the listeners will yeah. hear about that well, listen right? you try but you won't get the i evidence. will try I do it i will get the ev mate mm. i will get the ev Good and luck. i'll bring you down you will come crushing down like a house of cards yeah. that a dog has just bounded into okay and, and urinated on. all right okay so what's justin doing now? i don't i've got no idea Oh, you went out and took it to the streets. Yeah, spitting. Um, later this week, it's expected that uh, fines will be given the go-ahead for people caught spitting. Uh, £80 fines, uh, 50 quid um, if you pay within 14 days. Um, you seem to think this morning, I don't know why, but you seem to think that it's perfectly acceptable to, to spit on the streets. Um, Catherine, you were saying yesterday in Luton, you saw a, a rather disgusting incident. So I've been on the streets in Luton this morning asking people about the problem here. How bad is it? when it comes to spitting and should people be fined if they're caught here's what people had to say Jacob how often are you seeing people spitting on the streets here in Luton um, you know it's not good it's not good to spit on the street and um, 
also it gives disease are you disgusted by these people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. very very well yeah yeah would you ever say something to somebody who was spitting on the street sometimes when you tell them they just look at you they look at you and they say they don't care about that they don't care so you're brave enough to actually go up to these people and say what are you doing at least you're trying aren't you yeah i'm trying to do that if i see you doing that I just tell my friend, what you're doing is not good. It gives disease, so stop. And then they'll just look at you. And abuse you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's outrageous. Um, just lastly, we're talking about fines this morning. If people are caught spitting on the street, should they be fined £80, yes or no? I think it's a good idea. It's, if, if you see something like that, they must be found. It's a very good idea. So how often are you seeing people spitting on the streets here in Luton? Every day. Out of control? Definitely, yeah. Would you ever do it yourself? Uh, no, I wouldn't do my own house. I wouldn't do it on the streets. So what about friends of yours? Are they doing it? No, definitely not my mates. I mean, it just seems weird how people think it's acceptable to do that. Yeah, if you look on the streets now, just covered in gum, you can just tell everyone's been spitting everywhere. Should these people be fined? How are we going to stop this? I have no idea, but um, catching's going to be the problem. If you're going to find everyone, how are you going to catch them? Michelle, we're in Lucent today. How bad is uh, how bad is the problem here of spitting on the streets? It's disgusting. I absolutely hate it. I hate it when I see people spitting because if my children fall over, they're going to fall in into the spit and it's going to oh. go in their car. It's oh, disgusting. it's going to go in their car. How cut. often are you seeing this? Come on, be realistic here. Are you seeing this once a week? How often are you seeing it? On a daily basis. It's really bad. And how many times on a daily basis? Four or five times a day. It's really bad. Should these people be fined? Or are we taking it too far? Um, I don't know, but something needs to be done. Definitely. There you go. Someone's just sent me a picture. They're trying to play Scrabble on their phone, and um, it, it's come up. Sorry, Ev is not an acceptable word. <laughs> uh, the woman... Uh, so, uh, she's... Oh, that woman... Uh, she, uh, her child is going to fall over, and it's yep. going to get spit in its cut. Oh, well, come well, on, well, mate. Maybe, just maybe, her child may have a cut at some point. But take the cut out of the equation here. Who wants to walk to work? And I'm looking at the streets right now here in Ludson. One, two... I can see at least two, at least two spits on the street. Who wants, who wants to walk to work and walk over that? It is disgusting, and these people should be fine. You're, 80 pounds, not, in my opinion, is not enough. You're not licking it. You're not rubbing your fingers oh. in it and smearing it into your eyes. It's bad manners, and for bad manners, you should be fine. The I'm fella really said, pleased. I don't do it at home, but I'll, uh, so I won't do it in the street. Yeah. I, well, I don't do it on the carpet. <laughs> I do it down the toilet. Justin, you tell me, right, as a smoker, yeah. you never wake up first thing in the morning... <laughs> And you have to do a flob into the loo. Uh, do you know what? Thank you. No, thank you. Thank no, you, thank Justin. You. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. It's down the toilet, not on the street. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. It would appear they don't spit in Stevenage. They don't spit in Hartford. I've been to Stevenage. In I bet they do. Keynes. All the texts I'm getting through are highlighting the uh, spit central is Luton. Mm. Something to be proud of, guys. <laughs> Here's something from Patton Houghton Regis. I avoid Luton like the play because of the spit... Really? I have to avoid on the footpath. That, to me, is like the mattress left everywhere. It makes Luton filthy and germ-ridden place to be. I only go to Luton now to watch the Hatters and afterwards cannot wait to leave the area. It's enough to see footballers do it and managers who just stand on the sidelines. Disgusting. They should all be fined heavily. So here's the things we know about Luton. It's Spit Central and also... We're called the rap capital of Europe. Yes! <laughs> We're winning, Justin! Please, guys, if you're in Luton this morning and you're going to work, if you're thinking about spitting, please... Just don't do it. Wow, it's, it's as effective as the uh, anti-AIDS campaign in the early 80s, isn't it?
He's like um, uh, that fella that was um, putting uh, the thingy bob on a banana. Anything else, Catherine? Yeah, loads of texts. Excellent. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are queues on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 18 for Chorleywood and 16 for the M40 and it's also looking very slow through Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and 27 for the M11 where there's a lane close in both directions after the accident there yesterday. And on the M1 southbound it's looking very busy between Junction 12 for Flittick and 9 for Redbourne. Also approaching Junction 9 for Redbourne and towards the M1 and Markgate on the A5 southbound it's very slow from Lynch Hill. In Clop Hill on the A6 Bedford Road there are queues southbound between Back Street and the A507 and in Roxton around the Great Barford Bypass and the Black Cat Roundabout it's looking very slow on the speed sensors through the roadworks there. On the trains Great Northern have a replacement bus service running between Stevenage and Nebworth that's because problems with the lighting at the station at Nebworth and on London Underground if you're using the Bakerloo line this morning it's for its severe delay there are severely no it's suspended now we've just had suspended come on what's come on is it suspended or severely Elephant and Castle Castle it's suspended between Paddington and Elephant and Castle Sammy, I am the captain of this ship. If you wish to get remain Sammy, a passenger. Surely. It's Sami. If, <laughs> if you wish if you wish to to remain a passenger on board the HMS Good Times, you carry on. Then you will say castle. castle. Otherwise I'm afraid I'm gonna have to get you to walk the plank. What is it, bruv? <laughs> No, it's a castle. Get out of here. 7.46. It is, uh, where are we now? Wednesday, the 10th of December the 12th. December the 10th of, it's December. And somewhere in December. And here are your news headlines. A gay couple from Milton Keynes will be among the first in the country to convert their civil partnership to marriage this morning. Two men have been arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving following yesterday morning's fatal crash on the M25. And almost a third of England's secondary schools are not good enough. That's according to the Chief Inspector of Schools. Let's get the weather. Here's Georgina. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's definitely Castle. And there are a few showers around. Thank first you. Thing. Yeah. Uh, a few showers around first thing this morning, but once they clear, we've got a fairly dry start to the day, actually. Lots of blue sky, lots of sunshine around. A little breezy. We've got gusts of 30 to 35 miles per hour. Um, but come this afternoon, we could have a few more showers around, but not necessarily for everybody. Temperatures up to about 7 degrees Celsius. A few showers through the night. Uh, some clear spells, in fact, mainly clear spells, and no frost again with lows of 3 degrees. Tomorrow, more in the way of showers, and some of those could be pretty heavy, actually. Some brighter spells too, though, and then we've got rain coming in from the west in the afternoon. The wind's increasing all the time. Temperatures up to 8 degrees Celsius. So it's Thursday midnight through till Friday midday that the Met Office have an early yellow warning in place for wind. Um, Up to about 50 mile per hour gusts we're expecting, but also some heavy rain, so some difficult driving conditions, and we need to be where there is the potential for some disruption as well, particularly for Friday morning commute. Um, But it does clear by the afternoon, and the winds start to drop off just in time for the weekend a frosty start to Saturday looking clear and chilly with some sunshine but more cloud and showers around on Sunday that's your latest forecast
celebrate a year of amazing music moments as we launch the first ever BBC Music Awards. A night of incredible live performances, including Ed Sheeran, Coldplay, Paloma Faith, Take That, and many more. The BBC Music Awards. Watch it live tomorrow night from 8 on BBC One and BBC One HD. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Got a confused text. Shall we uh, elucidate? Oh, I love confusion. Andrew and Confused.com. That is the best marketing plan in the world, isn't it? Because even, even my mum will say, oh, a bit confused.com. Yeah, but who's gone to it, though? Well, not my mum. She can't work a computer. Exactly. So maybe not as effective as you think. Well, but at least we're talking about it. All publicity is good publicity. Well, no. Only if you you click on their website. That's good publicity. Well, okay. What are you talking about, Catherine? I'm so confused, I'll come. (laughs) Where's your Tasmanian devil tie to go with that? You can't do that anymore. I wasn't doing... I wasn't doing Rolf. Andrew in High Wycombe. Hello, Andrew. I'm Hello. not homophobic, but... Here we go. Can you clarify the following matter for me? With yes. pleasure. <laughs> Homosexuals have been legally allowed to hijack a Christian ceremony. <clears throat> Does the law state that Islam and other religions based in the UK, and I assume are subject to UK law, have to allow same-sex partners to partake of their religious ceremonies... Or is the law just prejudiced against Christians? Andrew, we're not talking about that. That's not what we're talking about. It's not hijacking a Christian ceremony. Can, it's an administrative thing. Can gay people get married uh, in a, a Muslim wedding? Depends on the... I guess it depends on the imam. There might be some. But I don't... Get the hij- is a hijacked... Say that, give that phrase again. They've hijacked what? A Christian ceremony. I well, think, I think Andrew it. assumes we mean there's going to be a great big white wedding uh, surge for um, homosexuals. No, that's not what we're talking about. OK, one. We found one person who's, who's against it this morning. Well, one. is he, though? He's not homophobic, he says. But? He's just questioning. I think anyone who says I'm not something but means they are something. That's, that's pretty much well, what that tells us. It'd be nice if you'd ring us, Andrew. We can talk this out. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number if you wish to give us a call. <laughs> Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. 08459 four double five five double five. We found one person who's against um, gay marriage. I, uh, maybe that's it. I, perhaps I'm wrong. Perhaps there aren't people who are against it. And it's, it's a media construct. We'll find out throughout the rest of the show. Now, the Police and Crime Commissioner for Bedfordshire is warning that we'll be looking at a shrunken force if the programme of budget cuts continue. Ollie Martin's words echo those of the Chief Constable of Lincolnshire Police, who hit the headlines this week with his warning that his area of service could be unsustainable with, uh, within three years. Ollie's in the studio. Thank you very much for coming in. So Neil Rhodes, Chief Constable of Lincolnshire Police, uh, uh, has come out with these these things. How much do you identify with what he's saying? I looked at the letter that he sent the Home Secretary uh, and I just thought to myself, well, that's a letter that I could write. So what what problems... Are, we, we know that there have been huge budget cuts and there will be more huge budget cuts and I don't envy your position in the slightest. What impact do you think that could have on policing well, in Bedfordshire? What uh, what Chief Constable Rhodes... Uh, predicts is that uh, there could be severe reductions in neighbourhood policing, um, 
proactive patrolling by police officers could end so that they just spend their time doing incident response, going to 999 calls instead of proactively uh, patrolling. Uh, there'd be a reduction in investigative capacity. So, uh, you know, at the moment... Um, things are risk assessed and and there's a an examination of the evidence to look at what crimes can be investigated the threshold for that would just have to go up because the investigative Mm. investigative capacity would go down Uh, response times would probably go up Um, there'd be an end to partnership working and and engagement because a lot of the work that you know if the police are going to tackle some of the issues they're finding effectively um, they often have to work in partnership with others particularly local authorities well that would all you know, there wouldn't be time for that. There wouldn't be enough officers to go to the meetings. Um, I think we'd start having concerns about officer safety because they'd been be spread mm. so so thin, and they wouldn't be within, um, you know, travelling distance of one another if if things turned sour. Um, and I think this would all lead to uh, a pretty sort of apocalyptic reduction in public confidence. Uh, because you know the police do need the confidence of the public they need the police uh, they need the public to trust them to give them intelligence and information about what they're seeing in their communities and so on that's how they effectively fight crime if public confidence is going through the floor then you know we are going to be in a in a really bad place how, what have just remind listeners what the cuts have been in the past few years and what future cuts you've got the figures well we're in we're in the process of taking 20.8 million pounds out of 101 million pound budget So we've got a plan for how we can do that. That takes us to 2018-19. It involves a lot of joint working with um, Cambridgeshire and Hertfordshire, uh, introduction of a lot of information technology, and just working hard to use the resources that we've got as effectively as possible. So we we can keep going until 2018-19. But after that point, you know, if the... If uh, the resources we've got keep getting reduced by government, and I, and I think you know what's, um, I think the thing that has prompted a few people, like the chief constable in Lincolnshire, to break cover, um, was listening to the chancellor of the exchequer, Mr. Osborne, uh, saying last week that, oh look. You know, we've Mm. taken 20% out of policing. Uh, The sky hasn't fallen in. Therefore, obviously, we can do the same again. Well, no, you can't, Mr Osborne, because the sort of measures that we're taking to save money uh, are the sort of things that you can only do once. And once you've done those things, Mm. then the only thing that you can do is reduce the number of police officers that you've got. Interesting, you're saying this six months before a general election. You are Labour. You you come from a Labour background. Is this Labour electioneering on your part? Because you've... You've been in the studio in the past and said before that the, the cuts wouldn't have a negative impact on service. That was, I think, as I say, it's the the it was listening to Mr. Osborne last week saying, and another, t- you know, we're going to take another twenty percent. That's where we've gone. Woohoo! You know, I don't think so. Um, I mean, there's there's an issue for for all the parties actually. Um, you know, crime and policing uh, is about costs the country about five billion pounds a year that's of a 700 billion pound public spending in total so it's a very small proportion of public spending Um, so actually when you cut it by 20 percent it makes very little difference to the 100 billion pound deficit that Mm. you're trying to reduce and yet you know all of the parties are pretty much saying no we're going to ring fence health we're going to ring fence that and so we're going to cut everything else Mm. even harder 
uh, in terms of policing, you know, my message for all of the parties, and, that, you know, I'm saying this as a Labour Police and Crime Commissioner, in terms of policing, that is not sustainable. Uh, th- there have been opportunities to save money in the past for Bedfordshire Police that, that haven't been through. The 2012-2016 Strategic Policing Plan for Bedfordshire, drawn up under the, the previous authority, says our pioneering approach, uh, approach to collaboration has paid dividends, work with the police services in Cambridgeshire and Hertfordshire, and with our partner agencies will continue and develop providing greater value for money. There are currently, currently 13 joint units already saving over £4.4 million every year. You did torpedo the plan, didn't you, of using private companies to take over running of the police back office which has been successful in other parts of the country that would have saved a lot of money wouldn't it we're still saving the money anyway we're still doing the joint work but you would have saved you would have saved more with with again private Potent- companies wouldn't potentially you? yeah but millions. then but then then the problem is that so you you have an agreement with the private sector you sign a contract and then then the chancellor comes along and says oh and i'm going to cut even more than you Mm. thought i was going to cut but you're signed in to a contract with the private sector and you have to try that would have been saving money and and renegotiate it and it was so actually it ties you in um in a situation where you may need to be saving even more. But you're tied into a situation now anyway aren't you where you're not saving the money and it was a politically motivated decision to to stop using private companies wasn't it well it was a th- it was a matter on which i was elected so i said if i'm elected i'm not in favor of private privatizing the wrong decision elements of the police. no i don't think so because we're still going to be saving um in excess of 20 million pounds through the joint working that we're doing and that is an important part of what keeps us sustainable up until 2018-19 the deal to contract some of the services with hearts and cambridge uh, to a private company collapsed because you didn't want to work with g4s did you No, I didn't. And actually, in the end, it was a unanimous decision by all three police and crime commissioners and all three chief constables. We all came to the conclusion that it wasn't the best deal for the people of Bedfordshire, Cambridgeshire and Hertfordshire. Why are you working working with G4S now? Well, they provide they provide some uh, elements. Hundred thousand pounds for forensic services in the August accounts. That's right. But what was so you're you're happy to work with them. I'm I'm happy to have uh, a relatively small contract. What we were what was on the table though was the wholesale transfer of significant policing fr- functions to the private sector, and I wasn't happy to go along with that. So it was a, potentially a, a bit of post-Olympic showboating because because obviously G4S got a bad press. No, it, in G, was, it in, wasn't in post-Olympic showboating, and that's that's why it was a unanimous decision by not just me but my two colleagues in Cambridgeshire and Hertfordshire mm. and all three of our chief constables. We all came to the same conclusion. You didn't want to work this with G4S. That this did that the deal on the table did not represent the best deal okay. for the people of all our counties. Okay, should people be worried? I think people should be asking, in the run-up to the general election, people should be asking their political representatives searching questions or they should be adjusting their expectations about what level of policing they think their communities need. Okay, Ollie, thank you for coming in. I I suspect we may be speaking to you later on in the week because there's a big case going on at the moment. More on that uh, as the week progresses. 08459 455555. We're a little bit late. I'm hoping you waited for us, Sammy. Let's get the travel. Cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
On the M25, there's a lane closed in both directions between Junction 26, Waltham Abbey and 27 for the M11. Southbound on the M1, it's looking very heavy between Junction 12 for Flitwick and 9 for Redbourne. And having a look at the speed sensors into High Wycombe, it's looking quite slow on Marlow Hill at the moment. Checking the speed sensors, well, we just had an update in Startfold on Arsley Road. There are queues between the A1M Junction 10 for Startfold and Hitchin Road because of temporary lights. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties. Thank you, Samantha. Apologies for keeping you waiting. It will never, ever happen ever again. It probably will. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's eight o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, gay couple from Milton Keynes tying the knot this morning. Two arrested after M25 death crash and a third of secondary schools are not good enough. BBC Three Counties Radio. A gay couple from Milton Keynes are among the first in the country to convert their civil partnership to marriage. Becky and Alex Streak will tie the knot at the registry office in Bletchley this morning. Becky says they just want to be a married couple. I asked Alex to marry me and then um, obviously we had to go down a civil partner route um, um, but it was always it was always as soon as we could um, we would. Um, it's just basically that we just want we just want the same as everybody else. You know, we're, we're the same as everybody else. We have the same relationship. We have our ups. We have our downs. Two men have been arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving following yesterday morning's fatal crash on the M25 on the Hertfordshire Essex border. A man believed to be to have been a 39 year old from Leicester was pronounced dead at the scene. The arrested men, aged 33 and 25 are both in hospital and will be interviewed later. The motorway was closed for over 12 hours. The outside lane remains closed in both directions this morning. Almost a third of England's secondary schools are not good enough, according to the Chief Inspector of Schools. In his annual report, Sir Michael Wilshaw says primary schools, by contrast, do appear to be making progress. There are a third of local authorities in this country where children have less than a 70% chance of going to a good secondary school. Indeed, there are 13 local authorities areas where youngsters have less than a 50% chance of going to a a good secondary school. Now, that's not acceptable. A 19-year-old charity volunteer from Hertfordshire has drowned while swimming off the coast of South Africa. Alice Barnett from Tring died with a 21-year-old colleague. The pair were finishing a 10-week placement in the Port Elizabeth area. Alice was a former pupil at Sir Henry Floyd Grammar School in Aylesbury. In the last few minutes, a South African judge has granted prosecutors leave to appeal against Oscar Pistorius's conviction for the culpable homicide of his girlfriend, Reva Steenkamp. The case will now go before South Africa's Supreme Court. Prosecutors are seeking a murder conviction. A union official says the family of a Bletchley firefighter sacked for going on strike has been badly affected by his treatment. Buckinghamshire Fire Service had questioned the legality of the strike and dismissed Ricky Matthews when he decided to take part. Yesterday, more than 3,000 firefighters took part in a protest in Aylesbury. Sean Starbuck from the Fire Brigades Union says it's had a major impact. This is destroying him and it's destroying his family. For taking part in strike action that 30,000 firefighters around the country took part in, one person's been sacked. 
A long-serving councillor from Bedfordshire has died after a long illness. Carol Ellis was first elected to Bedford Borough Council in 1991 and represented Great Barford. She was a former Conservative Group leader and was Civic Mayor at the Millennium. In sport, Liverpool are out of the Champions League after a one-all draw at home to Basel. Arsenal, who had already qualified for the knockout stages, won 4-1 away to Galatasaray. The weather mainly dry with sunny spells, but a risk of showers this afternoon. Staying windy, a maximum temperature 7 degrees. Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties Thank you Simon Today on BBC Three Counties Radio From Nine The JVS Show With your views your stories and your consumer problems From Twelve Nick Coffer Physiotherapist Richard Evans here to help ease your aches and pains and I'll be speaking to Nils Lofgren guitarist from Bruce Springsteen's legendary E Street Band From Three Roberto Peroni I'm here to bring you the latest traveller news as well as the family and lifestyle panel. From Seven. Mark Forrest. Find out what's been going on across the whole country all day. Today on BBC Three Counties Radio. Oh, Mark, you tease us! Thanks to Paul Scoynes for his help this morning as well. Couldn't have done it without you. Now bring in some decent coffee. Huh? Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Catherine Boyle is there. Yeah, hi. Kelly Betts is there. So, And you're there. We're all here. Not here. There. What's on the show this morning, Catherine? We're talking about the fact that people who've been married in a civil partnership can now be married-married by signing some paper. Do you say married in a civil partnership or joined? I think that most people that were civilly partnered up thought they were getting married. Uh, Imagine being in... uh... An uncivil partnership, guys. Guys, hello. Is this thing on? I'm here all week. (laughs) Anything else? Uh, We're also talking about spitting in the streets. Spitting in the streets. Some parts of London are talking about bringing in on-the-spot fines, literally on-the-spot, on the spot where you spat. But some (sighs) people say, hey, it's just a bit of spit, what's the point? I say, I say, I say, what's got two legs and spits? This guy. No, what's got two thumbs... Across beds, hearts and bucks This is BBC Lots on the text today, not so much on the phones Come on, talk to us Nah Go on 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 Yeah Whoa Go on 08459 Stop it Yeah, go on, we got? Uh, on the text, with Itchy regard, nose, I'm going to get re, a surprise. Re-gay marriage. I thought that was coming into money. No, you're going to get a surprise. Best quote I've ever heard is telling a couple they can't get married because it offends your religion is like telling someone they can't eat a donut because you're on a diet. That's from Ian. Not this Ian, another Ian. Good morning, Ian. Different Ian. Thank you, Ian. Other Ian. Um, Andrew in High Wycombe is annoyed that you've cast aspersions in his general Because he's, homoph- he's not a homophobe, but... If I say I'm not against homosexuality, it means I am not, and I don't appreciate your aspersion. I'm not a practising Christian either. I was just curious about how the law applies to other religions as a matter of equality. It's not about religion. All right, he's anti-Muslim then, Andrew. I'm confused. As far as I'm concerned, same-sex partners can do whatever they like. I'm sorry, I can't phone in as I'm at work, says Andrew. Well, what are you doing listening to the radio and texting? 
Do your job, man. OK, Andrew raised a point. He, he seemed to think that... He's anti-Muslim, then. No, he seemed to think that because um, people who've been civilly partnered, who've been through a civil partnership ceremony, could now convert that civil partnership into a marriage, that we were talking about going down the church or the mosque and having a big do. It's not that. It's if you've already made that commitment, you can convert it into a he marriage. He was concerned that they... Did he not use the phrase hijacked, hijacked a Christian civil, yeah. uh, the, the, the thing? W- would they be allowed to do it if, if uh, they were Muslims? So he's either anti-gay or anti-Muslim. Andrew, which is it? Pick pick a card, any card. Is this your card? 08459 four double five five double five. Any more or shall we... Um... Loads more. Do you want one? Give, give me one. Yeah. Uh, Cor, I love a good old gob, says St- Stephen Luton. <laughs> of course there's a time and a place. What is worse is the dog's, <laughs> dog's wing on every lamppost and garden fence stroke hedge. My kids are mostly under one metre tall and want to swing on every lamppost. Ooh. <laughs> Steph Luton. <laughs> Who's, who is that? Steph Luton. Good morning, Steph. I, the, you, from the language, I thought that was written by a fella. It, it was might ri- be. Steph is it not might be a Stefan. Steph is not a man's name. Steph, is this a, an email or a shemale? That's that's a shemale. <laughs> you reckon? Yo, de- that's a madam. Definitely. Oh, Adam. Adam or madam. Let's get Steph to call in, and we'll guess. The vo- we'll guess by the voice. Don't. That's a dangerous game to play because I have got that wrong before several both ways. Steph, not yeah. that it matters, but. Uh, Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Man or madame? And it's <laughs> if only you knew, dear listener. If only. Now, from today, couples in civil partnerships can officially become husbands or wives. The first marriage conversions are set to take place this morning in registry offices up and down the country. Apparently, it's a simple matter. They go in and sign a few forms, and, and, and that's pretty much uh, it. We can speak to Chris Dave from Winslow in Bucks. Morning, Chris. Good morning, Ian. Uh, so, you uh, are you involved? In, are you in a civil partnership? I am indeed. Yes, With- uh, going back to 2006. Okay, so you're one of the early ones, and uh, yep. th- this is. Let's be clear. This is with another gentleman. It is indeed, Russell. Are you morning, Russ? <laughs> are you going to uh, convert your? Uh, it's a weird phrase, isn't it? Converting <laughs> it to a marriage. It does. It sounds like you're going to a different utility company, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we've <laughs> we've gone on to confused.com, and we've, yeah. we've decided we're going to opt for the marriage. <laughs> are you are you going to are you going to convert? Well, we, we we attempted to last uh, last year. Oh. Uh, well, sort of this year, we 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 contacted the. Um, uh, the registry office um, obviously wanted to name a date, which is going to be the 23rd of August uh, this year, and paid our money. Oh. And um, it didn't go quite to plan because, of course, in March when it was announced of, of, of the, the gay marriage, yeah. unfortunately the conversion bit for civil partnership wasn't tacked on to the end. So oh. basically, we we ended up losing quite a lot of money because obviously we'd booked a venue, yeah. we'd booked lots of things, we'd written uh, invitations, and it, yeah. It was a bit of a bit of a naff deal, really. So you didn't. So you, you were civil partners. You yep. you didn't realise, or it wasn't made clear that you could convert yep. that at some point into a marriage. So you went and booked a, a wedding. Yeah, but, but the, thing, the, the thing is, the registrar, good old Aylesbury, did it for us. So we oh. actually paid our paid our money, and then of course it wasn't, as you say, made clear. And I think really it's pretty pretty naff that that should happen because then the day when that was announced that you could have a a gay marriage, then surely the conversion should be almost at the same time. You would have thought. So. You would, yeah. So are you saying, Chris, um, let me just get it clear, are, are you saying that you regret marrying Russ? Oh, 
certainly not. Okay, no, okay. Just twenty years, nearly to the to the week. So no, definitely not. No, we, we're very very much in love. But the, the thing is, it's just so annoying that these uh, these sort of hoops and things come in the way. I mean, unfortunately, I mean after after we announced that, and obviously let all friends know, it's a bit of a a big intake of breath to say actually it's not going to happen. Oh blimey! So you lost a few quid then? We did. Well, quite a few quid actually, just short of a thousand pounds. Hey, Chris! Yeah. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> But, hey, we live and learn. But, Liz, I, I suppose, I, uh, yeah, you, you know, you've lost a grand and it's unfortunate, but I suppose th- th- these are big shifts, aren't they, in, um, in, hmm. in, in so, I don't know, what the social strata. These are big but, changes, and they're always going to be teething problems, aren't there they? Are, yeah, and at the end of the day, obviously, if, if a game manager was been offered back in uh, 2006, we'd have obviously uh, gone off of the opportunity to that, but they weren't, and I think there's going to be a lot of uh, couples in exactly our situation, you know, wanting to, to, to go ahead, and obviously that hurdle obviously causes in the way. And uh, it, it's a bit, bit sad, really. We're trying to work out, Chris, if there really is a big furore against um, gay people getting married or whether it's a construct of, of the media and radio shows like this. Well, we did have a gentleman booked who, who is quite uh, anti-gay marriage and, and uh, Catherine, my producer, decided to drop him. It, 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 have you come across any um, uh, the, the, the resistance or people being upset that you dare to get married to another fella? No, I think there's obviously going to be a silent majority of people out there who just don't call comment they don't want to but i think the whole idea was of a civil partnership uh, is very clinical and it's not it's not got the word marriage in it so straight away it, it seemed to be just more of a, a financial yeah. um sort of administrative document signing exercise whereas marriage you know and the fact you actually have to say some words at your, your civil partnership as well and you can obviously do it in religious outlets if if, if allowed just gives you that flexibility and at the end of the day you're showing love for one another and you need to do it as as, as within the marriage sort of setup and I think mm. a civil partnership just fails on that. I remember civil partnerships are not available to straight couples, which I think is outrageous. A Outrageous, yeah. Chris. Yeah. Well, listen, it's, you know, it's, it's, so, so you're not married. We are in a civil partnership, but we will be tying the married knot pretty soon. Okay. Are you going to have a big do, or I suppose you can't afford one now, can you? Uh, Oh, yeah, we're we're still saving. Of course we will. We'll have as big a do as we we possibly can to share it with our our good friends. And where's Russ? Why am I not speaking to Russ? He's probably in the other room, actually. Unbelievable. (laughs) Uh, Chris, listen, I wish you you, both of you the very best of luck. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Ian. Thank Thank you very much indeed. There we go, you see. 08459 We've only had that text from Andrew, um, who is not a homophobe. Um, well, actually, we've had another one. OK, go on. This is one I was expecting a while ago. Yeah. Is this from Ian, other Ian? Morning, Ian. I don't think it's the same Ian as before. No, morning, other, other Ian. The thought of sex between two men is, I believe, abhorrent to most heterosexuals. Mm, which is why they shouldn't... Depends on the men. Don't think about it. Which is why they shouldn't flaunt it, and why I doubt it'll ever be fully accepted, <laughs> says Ian. Do you know what? The thought of some heterosexuals having oh, that... Swingers. Um, ...makes me feel a bit sick, but that the, doesn't mean they shouldn't have love. Ian, if you find it so abhorrent, why are you thinking about it so Stop much? Stop thinking about it. It's just a simple, simple thing. You don't have to think about it. And when I don't, you get when, introduced to Mr and Mrs Brown, do you immediately go, uh I wonder what they get up to. And when, when are they flaunting? Where's the flaunting? <laughs> They're not. Is it because they have a party? They're not having it away in the in the high street. Hello. That would be inappropriate. That that I would I would frown on that. Of any, anyone of any sexuality doing that. Okay, so we've had two texts that uh, express at, l- at the very least mild discomfort. So maybe it is a construct of the media, or maybe 
you know, we have, uh, we've got rid of all the, the homophobes and racists that, that normally listen to BBC Local Radio. Who do we go to when we want someone to be anti-gay marriage? We go to Justin. someone who is oh, no. anti-sex outside marriage and yeah. who thinks that we should all be living oh. holy Christian lifestyles. You've got 45 minutes. If you are against it, give us a call. I'm not going to give you a particularly hard time. I will question you. But if, if you're against it, give us a call. 08459 By the way, Steph. Yeah. Female. Fantastic. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Seeing some problems on the M25. Clockwise, the lane is blocked now between Junction 24 for Potter's Bar and 25 for Enfield because the lorry's broken down. On the M25 in both directions, there's a lane closed between Junction 26 Waltham Abbey and 27 for the M11 after the accident yesterday, and it is looking very slow through there on the speed sensors at the moment. Looking at the M40 northbound between the M25 and the Denham roundabout, it's queuing between there, and in High Wycombe on Marlow Hill, it's looking very busy into High Wycombe. On the A1 southbound, it's very slow between the St. Neots Junction and the Black Cat Roundabout with the roadworks there. And in Stutfold, we've just heard that the A507, there are queues between the A1M Junction 10 for Stutfold and Hitchin Road through the roadworks because the temporary lights are in, in place there at the moment. On the trains, Great Northern have a normal service running again between Stevenage and Nebworth, but the Bakerloo line is still suspended between Paddington and Elephant and Castle. Samantha Castle! Three counties Listen, for the, Samantha, I like you. Well, I don't like I tolerate you, Samantha, but please, for the for the next bulletin, would you try and say just try and say I'm Castle? Have to write an R in it, but it doesn't have an R in it. Right? Castle is Castle. C- Catherine, it's you can, you keep out of this. You and your North. If you love the North so much, both of you, why don't you go and marry it? It's probably legal to do that now. Please, uh, uh, Samantha, will you try and say Castle for the next one, please? Okay. It, will, you'll feel don't. the whole. It's going to sound weird. Come it, on, Samantha. <laughs> right. We'll speak to you later. I'm split. What? Blimey. 8.16. It's Wednesday the 10th of December. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A gay couple from Milton Keynes will be among the first in the country to convert their civil partnership to marriage this morning. Two men have been arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving following yesterday morning's fatal crash on the M25. And almost a third of England's secondary schools are not good enough, according to the Chief Inspector of Schools and my mum. BBC Three Counties Radio. Thursday we're holding our annual Christmas carol concert. This year it's taking place at St Mary's Church in Luton and we'd love you to join us and take part. Come and celebrate the spirit of Christmas with performances from the Luton Youth Concert Band, the Luton Choral Society and Luton Gospel Community Choir. Plus the Christmas story told by your favourite Three Counties Radio personalities. Doors open at seven and it's your chance to be part of our concert that you'll hear on Christmas Day. There's no charge and you don't need a ticket. Just turn up on the night. at St Mary's Church in Luton next Thursday night from 7 for a very special carol concert from BBC Three Counties Radio. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know where to go. (laughs) I just don't know what to do with myself. I've got a few ideas. So, do I look different? Uh, Should you? 
Oh yes, a different. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You how did you get on? You're, you're, you're still my puppies. He nearly threw up. That's how he got on. I did. Did you? Well, I right. told you you would, didn't I? All right, Catherine, don't tell him. I nearly threw up and yeah. I nearly passed out. Yeah, I told you. And I had to say to the lady, "I've got to stop. I'm going to be sick." Yeah. And she said, "Okay, well, tell you what, we'll, we'll do some stretches now. We'll end it there. That was a great assessment. We'll do the first session properly next week." wasn't even a session. It was an assessment with this personal trainer. Yeah. An assessment. Yeah. I ran a mile and a half. Yeah. I did some weights. <laughs> I did... I went planking. <laughs> did you? And I did... Uh, I had a minute of press-ups. Right, I yeah. I did 17 press-ups in a minute. Did you? Yes, Gosh. I did. Well done. And I really thought I was going to die. It was horrible. It was flipping horrible. So did you Did you have to go... Because the first time I had a, a session, one of my inductions with a personal trainer... One the of, only time. Well, no, there have been many times where I've, uh, you know, ballooned and then rejoined a gym and yeah. they go through the process of, now, we need you to see a personal trainer trainer yeah. and you think oh god yeah. and uh first time i i had to actually go off to the loo and put my head down it oh i didn't i got very very close to it but i managed to swallow it oh no <laughs> i did i didn't i didn't want to embarrass myself so I, I it went back down and that's right. fine that is fine but i had to sit honestly i sat in my car for 25 minutes afterwards i texted kath i couldn't move my left arm no and i couldn't remember how to drive i was so lightheaded did you have to drive home with the window a bit open so, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah completely yeah with the window open and the fan blowing cool air on feeling me. a bit sick oh i felt and awful yeah man. felt Awful. I was a bit worried that I should call someone because he was having some sort of thrombo in the car, but apparently that's quite normal. Yeah, it was, I felt terrible, mate. Well, hopefully it will get easier. Oh, she's going to give me um, like a, a, an eating plan. Yes. yes. Yeah, I'm gonna, Does it involve going down there? Uh, I'm still allowed to have fries, but I'm only allowed to have bacon and eggs. So basically, taking out the carbohydrates. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I'm not allowed to have baked beans. Not allowed to have sugar yeah. in my coffee, and I've got to cut my coffee down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just, I mean, sugar in coffee. It's just totally oh, God, unnecessary it calories. so sexy. Is, that, is this what you're doing? You're going to try and uh, look attractive, are you? Oh, oh, that came out a bit wrong. No, you know what I mean. Are you going to... Uh... Are you going to put some extra polish on that? No, yeah. that's not the right thing. Uh, no, goodbye, Catherine. I, um... And goodbye, Jonathan. Oh, wait, d- d- what's on your show? Do it and get... It's oh, do, like yeah, dog, sorry, that, that, that didn't uh, come out quite right. What, what I meant was, you're going to try and get fit. No, I'm going to try and get more attractive. Right. Thank you. OK. How rude. It's all a bit awkward, isn't it? Coming up this morning on the big phone-in, yes. I'll be asking, do you know anyone who still has a problem with gay marriage? Yep. A couple, as you've been discussing this morning, in a couple from Milton Keynes will be among the first in the country to convert their civil partnership to a marriage this morning. Becky and Alex Street will go to a registry office in Bletchley to tie the knot. Well, more than 60,000 partnerships have been formed over the past decade, but as recently as May last year, even the Equalities Minister, Nicky Morgan, had voted against the gay marriage bill. Oh. Did you know this? No, I was unaware of that. And this is, very, this is rather interesting. Miss Morgan had argued that this is a Christian country and the definition of marriage is between a man and a woman. Wow, Equalities Minister, you say. But around a month ago, she was in the papers, I don't know if you recall seeing it, saying that she'd changed her mind she about told, gay marriage. She told to change her mind, that's good. Um, her constituents apparently had influenced her by voting 10 to 1 in favour of gay marriage. Oh. So the Equalities Minister, who used to have a problem with gay marriage but now doesn't, mm. uh, she's one that no longer has a problem. But I How just... can she keep her job? How can she keep her job? That's crazy. Well, yes. 
Well, from nine this morning, I'd like to know whether you know anyone who still has a problem with gay marriage. I mean, the Equalities Minister doesn't have a problem anymore. Um, Lots of gay people who've had civil partnerships can now transfer that into marriage, so they'll be very happy. Is there anyone who does still have a problem with gay marriage? Do you know anyone? Pick up the phone this morning. I'd like us to discuss this from nine oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Sorry? I've got some more texts if you want. Okay, let's have a couple of texts okay. and we'll, we'll go to Claire. Ian says, different Ian. How many Ians are there? Can someone not called Ian? Are you all just touch? pretending you're called Ian to try and upset me? This one is called Ian. Is he? My record has being called Ian before. Okay. Ian, if any religious hypocrites quote Le- Leviticus against gay marriage, ask them if they're like a prawn cocktail. Okay. I don't Thank think you. that's a euphemism. I think that's actual prawns. You're not allowed to eat um, seafood. No. Yeah. Um, and good luck, says Mark in Bletchley Towers. To Chris and Russ, they are a nice couple and us listeners support them. Well, you do. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. 08459 455555. But why so busy on the texts and not so busy on the phoneses? I think people feel that it's a subject they don't dare speak up about, but it's people. Let's talk, let's talk to each other. People is people. It's love. Don't Everyone try and save it, Catherine. That. You actually said, it's people, let's try and talk to each other. Yeah, exactly. You actually said that. Because they think like, that somehow, because there is a word in there, okay. gay, lesbian, trying bisexual... To, they're trying to dig yourself out of uh, uh, a She's hole. right, though. It is people. It is people. It's let's just human. try and, talk, just to talk, to and talk to each other. It's a human story. Come on. <laughs> she did it! You're doing it again! Come on. I thought I'd beaten all of that nonsense out Come of on. you. Come on. Come on, guys. It's Come on. people. Come on. It's just people. It's people. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Central Beds Council have agreed new bylaws in a bid to clamp down on scratching. Catherine, what's scratching? Explain it. Unlicensed tattooing. Why? Well, I don't get tattoos anyway, as you know, but why would you go to a dodgepot tattooist who's not got a licence? Maybe a bit cheaper, maybe it's a mate, maybe you're underage. Well, let's speak to a proper official uh, licensed tattooist, Claire McGowan, who runs the Triple Ace Tattoo Studio in Bedford. Morning, Claire. Good morning. I've said you're a licensed tattooist. Is that, have I got that right? You are correct, yeah. How big a problem is uh, this scratching, this unlicensed tattooing? It's a big problem in every county. Do we have any... I mean, and where are people doing it? They're not, I'm assuming they're not setting up kind of shops, are they? They'd, they'd be doing it from home and things, wouldn't they? Yeah, nine, nine out of ten what we call scratchers only do it from their kitchen table or living room. Um, they don't usually get into a shop. So even though... The proposals that the council have suggested or they've made into a new bylaw is a good start. It's not going to stop the people who still do it from home. Because if you're, yeah, if you're unlicensed, you're kind of, you know, it's going to be word of mouth. It's going to be, uh, you know, friends of friends, maybe an ab- advert on a, on a website or something. Um, it, it's, so are these, are these changes in the bylaws actually going to have any impact, do you think, Claire? I don't think it will to the people that are doing it from home. I think the the councils still need to do make a lot of changes before they start dishing out licenses to people who want to set up premises. But this will not affect the people that are doing it from home. All the councils have to do is go onto any of the social media sites 
start having a look mm. and they will see lots and lots of people advertising their services from their house and they're not trained by a tattooist, they haven't got the, the necessary licenses, they haven't got the sterilisation equipment, but people will still go the people that really the councils need to target, not people who want to try and be legit and set up into a shop. What do you have to do to get a licence, Claire? How difficult was it? It's it's easy. They need to make a few changes with that as well. You basically you rent yourself a shop, you kit it out, um, the health and safety, they come out and and they check all the all the basics. So you've got hot running water, you've got a fire extinguisher, etc. Mm. etc. Et but they don't actually go into any part of the tattooing process. So they don't quiz you about your health and hygiene knowledge your cross-contamination, and they don't get anywhere near what the quality of your work is like. So this is another issue. Claire, do you, do you um, get people coming in who've, who've been to see some dodgepot uh, tattooists and you have to kind of uh, fix bad work? All the time. It's, always, it's not always possible to fix because our policy is if we can't make it look like it's come from our shop, we won't touch it. Yeah. But, but we always, we're always getting them in, you know, and it's, it's their mate who bought a kit and wanted to have a go. That's usually it, or they paid ten or twenty pounds for it, and of course, because these people have not been taught by anybody, they don't know what they're doing, and, and these people unfortunately end up with a horrific tattoo, if not something nasty on top. What's the most popular tattoos at the moment, Claire? Because we had the the kind of Celtic bands, we had the um, the, uh, the the the, the y- your kids' names written in Chinese, we had the dolphins. What, what are people asking for at the moment? Uh, there's, there's two things at the moment. People are going for very big pieces like full sleeves yeah. or big leg pieces and stuff like that. On the smaller side, it's mainly feathers, infinity symbols, oh. um, little black silhouette birds. Oh. It, it, goes, it goes in trends yeah. depending on what the stars have more than anything. Claire, thank you very much indeed. That's Claire McGowan who runs the Triple Ace Tattoo Studio in Bedford with her, her partner Jim. If you want to check it out, I'm sure they'll do you an excellent, excellent service. Castle, 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 Castle. All news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25, there's a lane closed clockwise between Junction 24 for Potters Bar and 25 for Enfield. And in both directions between Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and 27 for the M11, there's a lane closed there as well. After the accident yesterday, so that is causing some queues. Having a look at the speed sensors on the M1 northbound, it's looking very busy between Junction 13 for Milton Keynes South and 14 for Milton Keynes. And in RZ, there are some very long queues on the A507 in both directions, approaching the railway bridge where there's some roadway going on. We're hearing that those queues are a mile long in both directions from Akola Bob. On the A1 southbound, it's looking very slow between the St. Neots Junction and the Black Cat Roundabout through the roadworks there. And on the London Underground, if you're using that today, the Bakerloo line mm-hmm. is suspended between Paddington and Elephant and Castle. Oh! BBC she speaks! By Jove, I think she's got it! Sammy. She speaks under English! Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. <laughs> Catherine, what are we going to do about you? We're going to praise her for being the best travel reporter we've. Ever. Do you remember that loser we had, Alice? Uh, what was her name? Gleason, Armid, Armid Glossop. <laughs> she was. Aw- you are my number one. My number one. Thank you so much. We look forward to speaking to you in about fifteen minutes. Is that okay? Oh, that's okay. Marvellous. Send her a bunch of flowers. By Jove, I think she's got it. It's people. Let's talk. Let's talk to each other. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley. Two men are due to be interviewed by police investigating yesterday morning's fatal crash on the M25 on the Hertfordshire-Essex border. The men aged 33 and 25 are both in hospital but have been arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving. A gay couple from Milton Keynes are among the first in the country to convert their civil partnership to marriage. Becky and Alex Streak will tie the knot at the registry office in Bletchley this morning. And a South African judge says prosecutors can appeal against Oscar Pistorius's conviction for the culpable homicide of his girlfriend, Reva Steenkamp. The case will now go before South Africa's Supreme Court. Prosecutors are seeking a murder conviction. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Liverpool are out of the Champions League after a one-all draw at home to Basel. Arsenal, who had already qualified for the knockout stages, won 4-1 away to Galatasaray. Tonight, Manchester City are away to Roma. John Murray's there. Manchester City have to go from bottom to second of Group E. To do that, they'll have to better CSKA Moscow's result in Munich against Bayern. The German champions are already sure of going through as group winners. And City will also have to get, at worst, a score draw here in the Italian capital. With Sergio Aguero out injured, possibly for up to six weeks or more, manager Manuel Pellegrini has brought along David Silva and captain Vincent Company, both only just fit again which illustrates what an important night this is for club and manager. Also tonight, Chelsea, who are already through host Sporting Lisbon. In Conference South last night, Hemel Hempstead beat Staines 5-1. Bishop Stortford lost 3-2 at Bromley. In the Southern League Premier, Chesham won 3-1 at Biggleswade. Burnham lost 2-1 at Histon. And in the FA Youth Cup, Stevenage is under-18s, lost 2-1 to Everton after extra time at the Lamex Stadium. England's cricketers play their fifth one-day international in Sri Lanka, trailing 3-1 in the seven-match series. Here's batsman Joe Root. Well, it's obviously not gone you know, how we'd quite like it to so far, but I think throughout we've played some really good cricket and there's a lot of positive stuff to come from it. Um, and you know, This is a really good opportunity now for us to get a couple of wins under our belt and get back to Colombo with the series all square. And play starts at nine o'clock this morning, our time. And the Australian captain Michael Clarke has completed a century on day two of the test against India, a week after his emotional speech at the funeral of teammate Phil Hughes. BBC Three Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin is at nine. Hang on a second, hang on a second. I was so busy putting a fake finger up my nose that I forgot to do this. Peace. One of them came up against me, I put it.
Remind us what we're talking about, please. No. Huh? No. Huh? No. Okay. 08459 We're talking about on the spit fines. <laughs> that is great. Thank you so much. I came up with that all by myself. Oh, you're welcome. On the spit fines. You didn't come up with that yourself. I did. Where do you think I got it from then? I said it earlier on. You didn't? I didn't hear her. And um get, should listen more. gay people hmm? getting married. There can't be anybody that objects to the fact that um, that gay people who are involved in civil partnerships can convert that civil partnership to a marriage. It's gotta be a wonderful thing, hasn't it, Peter? Um marriage is a solemn service. Isn't it just? And wonderful that more people can indulge in it. Now, governments, Labour, Tory, or wherever the government is... The the, the condemn? Can can you hear me? Pardon? Okay, carry on. Um, The governments of any colour, you know, red, blue, etc. Yes. They can pass laws, but they cannot pass or overpass the law of the Bible, which says that two men should not get married. Okay, you're right. Okay, so we shouldn't allow men to get gay men to get married. What about lesbians? It doesn't mention women in the Bible, does it? Well, it doesn't no. mention lesbians. So, that, so should we allow them to get married? Uh, oh, I haven't really thought about Have that Have a think much. about it now, Peter. Two gay women. We spoke to a, a, a lesbian earlier on today. Uh, she's going to convert her civil partnership into a marriage today. Isn't that wonderful? No, because oh. all, all you're doing is going through a procedure. Yeah, a marriage. But you're not being blessed in the eyes of the Lord. Well, you no, but it doesn't mention lesbians in the Bible. No, but you may depend. <clears throat> That's better. He's <clears throat> got it out. You may depend that, uh, that, that uh, amounts to the same thing. Who's mounting who? What? Well, you can't hang on a minute, Peter. What you're doing there is you're uh, uh, putting, you're, you're laying your own interpretation on the Bible, aren't you? Because it doesn't mention two women laying with with each other. No. No. So, so in the so that must mean if he's, if God isn't saying that lesbians are bad, then they must be good. He made he made lesbians in his own image. Well, as far as I read my Bible, yeah, 
etc., then realistically you can do whatever you like. There's no way that anyone should be able to judge you, and that's clearly written in the Bible, even some this of the is, This is the great get-out clause, right, of, of Christianity, and I love it for this reason. I can do anything I want in my life, as long as on my deathbed I go, oh, please, Lord Jesus, forgive me. That's right. Boom, exactly. I'm in heaven. No, but you have to be truly exactly. sorry, you can't just say it. I'd be sorry, I'd regret it. The, the reality of it is, and the, the real sickening bit is, got a brother that's in prison and when you go and see him all of a sudden he's religious and he says that everyone goes to jail the day they go to jail they get religious is that why is that to get out to get out quicker yeah, someone's gonna open the door yeah <laughs> andrew thank you for that i'd heard that before yeah you i was converted to jesus and i'm really repentful of all my sins oh we'll knock three months off then kevin's in milton Keynes. good morning kevin good morning Ian. what would you like to say boss um i just want to say well done for questioning that about the whole kind of selfish stuff um, I, had, I had a Jehovah's Witness knock on my door the other day and I tried telling him, look, you know, the Bible only it gets referred to when it, it suits people and other times they, you know, they pick and choose what they want. And last, your last caller said, you know, thou shalt not judge. Isn't that what they should be doing? Yet everyone that comes on and sprouts off about the Bible, oh, God doesn't think that two men, you know, should be, should be married and this, that and the other. Um... I also like the fact that you asked about the two lesbians as well, because... Because that's not so... I mean, I, I, it can be argued that the reference to homosexuality in the Bible is not necessarily about that, and it's not particularly explicit. But don't mention lesbians at all, does it? No, no. And, I, and a lot of people, you know, when you say, oh, two men together, they're like, oh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. And um, I, can I just say, I am gay, so I am allowed to say puff. Um, but when you say lesbians... Am I allowed to say, Am I allowed to say puff, Kevin? I, I don't get offended. I grew up being bullied, so I don't really care what you call us. Okay. But, but you know, you work, you work for the BBC and other people will get offended. Ah, so, I, so I shouldn't call you a big puff? <laughs> uh, I am. Okay, well, okay, that, excellent stuff. But, uh, but yeah, you're right. When, when heterosexual men, all blooming gay, is disgusting. Do you want to watch yeah. this uh, video of two women kissing each other? Get in there, sunshine! Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it, it's all as, as and when it suits. But, you know, when we talk about homosexuals and gays... You know, people need to think that it's two men and two women, not just two men all Mm. the time. Kevin, thank you very much indeed. Kevin there, uh, self-declared big old puff. Oh, wait, four five nine four double five five double five. I did ask, could anyone phone up and give me a good argument for why uh, the people of the same sex shouldn't get married that didn't involve um, uh, religion or demeaning my heterosexual marriage and, and no-one's been able to do it? No-one's been able to do it, you know? Yet, there's 15 more minutes. There's 15 more minutes. Um, oh, wait, four five nine four double five five double five. Let's get the travel news with my favourite, favourite southern-sounding travel gal. Oh, right off her. Sammy Bruff. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Arsley, there are some very long queues on the A507 approaching the railway bridge roadworks in both directions. Westbound there from the A1 and eastbound there from Hitchin Road. In Stevenage on Broadhall Way, in both directions there are queues between Gunnel, around Gunnelswood Road, between the football ground and the A1M. And in Hemel Hempstead on the A41 southbound, it's very slow between the Hemel Hempstead turnoff and the M25 junction 20 for Kings Langley. On the M25 there are still problems. Clockwise as the lane closed, it's very slow because of a breakdown between junction 24 for 
for Potters Bar and 25 for Enfield. Those queues reaching now at the Bignalls Corner at South Mims. And on the M25 in both directions between Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and 27 for the M11, there's a lane closed after the accident yesterday. It's queuing past there as well. On the M1 northbound, it's very busy between Junction 13 for Bedford and 14 for Milton Keynes. And further afield on the M1 southbound, it's partially blocked because of an accident between Junction 15 for Northampton and 14 for Milton Keynes. On the underground, the Bakerloo line is suspended between Paddington and Elephant and Castle. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Radio. Who gave her permission to split the difference? Unbelievable. 8.46, it's Wednesday the 10th of December. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Two men are due to be interviewed by police investigating yesterday morning's fatal crash on the M25. A gay couple from Milton Keynes will be among the first in the country to convert their civil partnership to marriage this morning. And almost a third of England's secondary schools are not good enough. That's according to the Chief Inspector of Schools. Coming up, we'll speak to Jay Dog, but before that, it's Georgina. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello there. We've got a fairly decent start to the day. Lots of blue sky around this morning, so plenty of sunshine. Uh, pretty breezy, though, with gusts of 30 to 35 miles per hour. That's a west to southwesterly direction. Come this afternoon, we may just see the odd shower, but many of us will have a dry day with highs of 7 degrees Celsius. Tonight, a few showers around, but mainly clear spells. No, frost-free again, but uh, pretty breezy. Lows of 3 degrees. And tomorrow, the winds increase particularly later on in the day. We've got some heavy showers around, but uh, there should be brighter spells in between. In the late afternoon, we start to see rain filtering in from the west. Uh, temperatures reaching about 8 degrees Celsius. It's Thursday midnight through till Friday midday that the Met Office have this early yellow warning in place for wind. We've also got some heavy rain on the way, so the two together probably making difficult driving conditions through the night on Thursday and Friday morning, and we do need to be aware that there is the potential for disruption to general travel and also power lines uh, with gusts of up to 50 miles per hour. But it does clear by the afternoon and the winds start to drop as well. Saturday we have a frosty start to the day, clear and chilly with some sunshine, but cloud and showers around on Sunday. That's your latest forecast. Thank you, Georgina. Every weekday from 12, Nick Coffer brings you... The wickedly funny Anne on, on Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> do, do you know who the real Anne is? Great guests. Yes, the real Anne is an amalgam of all these things. We're all multifaceted. Jasper Carrot's career spans five decades. And then you had to wear a bow tie and you had to do jokes about silly Irishmen and, and, and mother-in-laws. John Cleese is eating his microphone, aren't you, John Cleese? Mm. Great music. Ow! In fact, I don't even think it had the horn part then. Great conversations. I always have said throughout my career you know, you get me on board, I'll give you 100%. Have you still got it, Billy Ocean? Well, the audience seems to think I have. Nick Coffer, weekdays from 12 on BBC Three Counties Radio. That question to Billy Ocean really uh-huh. offends you, doesn't it, Just? It does, but uh, Koffer Karma came back to bite me in the backside because I got to meet <laughs> Billy Koffer Ocean. Koffer Karma! <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks later, I got to meet Billy. There we were backstage. He performed a song just for me, acoustic. Uh, it was one of the best interviews I have ever conducted. Yeah. And guess what? It got deleted by mistake. Koffer Karma. Koffer Karma. Mm. If you've been affected by Koffer Karma, 08459 455555. Justin, say there. Come back to you in a second. I want to speak to Abraham first. Good morning, Abraham. Hello, good morning. What would you like to say? Uh, Yes. um, um, The topic you raised this morning is very, very interesting. Um, You see, I am not gay, uh, but 
I wouldn't criticize anybody who is gay because no. I've had experience whereby in a church, okay, we, 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 the women were not allowed to even open their hair and they were not allowed to even plant their hair. Really? I'm from Africa, you see. Okay, well, so in an African church, they weren't, women weren't allowed to plant their hair? Yes, that particular church. I was a member of that church. Wow. You see? Is that, is, no. that in the, is that in the Bible, that women aren't allowed to... And what a brilliant phrase, they're not allowed to open their hair. Yes, and they were not allowed to plait it. And they said, if you do that, you look like a mermaid, it's, it's, it's evil, blah, blah, blah. But some few years down the line, you will not believe that even the pastor's wife opens their hair. They don't cover their hair anymore. Wow, wow. And now they, they plait their hair because they think they want to look nice. Yeah. Is it just some few years down the line. It's, it, so, it, 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 yes, it, things things change, don't they? Society changes change. and fashions change. Exactly. So pe- the same people who are criticizing these gay people, thinking making them look like evil, blah blah blah. Let's give ourselves time. You will see that people will begin to accept them and accept them into the society. As will not make them look like as though they are something else. They are like us. We need to accept them. The fact that we don't want to do it. Does not mean we should criticize them. Oh yeah, and I, as far as I'm him. aware, as far as I'm aware, and I need to check this out. I need to check this out. The, get, the fact that gay people can get married doesn't mean that gay people will be wandering around with guns, forcing you to indulge in the, the no. uh, sexual acts. No, no. And Abraham, the fact that you're not doing it now doesn't mean that you may not. With time, with the education, how we see them as years go by, you'll be shocked how many people will begin to accept. Whereabouts in Africa? We'll not even Whereabouts in Africa? Are you from Abraham? I'm from Ghana. Ghana. And yeah. how long have you been over here? About seven years now. Fantastic. I love... I, I had a, a Ghanaian friend, and I love the Ghanaian accent. It's just one of the best. Thank you. Don't you lose that accent, Abraham. Thank you very much for that. 0845. Well, you see, I, the, 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 aren't we full of prejudice? Oh, so he can keep his accent. But Sammy Brough has to stop saying castle. Aren't we full okay. of prejudice? I saw the name Abraham on my screen. I thought, oh, here we go. We've got, we're going to have a right Charlie here. And he went and surprised. Didn't he just? You see, we make we make these. I'm these... not just. Sorry. I'm not just. What? He said, didn't he just? Didn't he just? Didn't he just? Yeah. Beautiful accent. The, well, yes. Thank you very much indeed. It's. Ooh. I've been working on it for many, many years. <laughs> Uh, Justin, yeah. spitting on the spit fines. Yes, uh, very clever. Um, yeah, you, you, you could be fined £80 in London if you're caught spitting on the streets. Now, listeners have told us this morning, Ian, that, that Luton has got a terrible problem when it comes to people spitting on the streets. I'm looking at the streets night now. They're not pleasant. They're not pleasant at all. So we heard some awful stories earlier. But what we didn't hear from earlier were the spitters themselves. No, we didn't. And in I the... thought that. And I thought, well, we're not hearing from the spitters themselves. Mm. Here. This isn't right. It's not right. So, uh, in the last hour, I've been looking out for these spitters yeah. on the streets in Luton. Yeah. I have found three of them. Beautiful. This is very, very awkward. Oh. Here's what happened when I approached people in Luton who were spitting on the street. We're doing a feature about spitting this morning and how bad it is in Luton. I saw you just spit on the street there. Yeah. Can I ask you why you did that? Because I did. Do you feel uh, bad for doing it? Can you get out now? Do you feel bad for doing it? No. Again, somebody else who, who spits on the street. Why do you do it? If I just need to spit, if there's like saliva in my mouth, what else would you do if you had like saliva in your mouth? Would you, you not put it into a tissue or spit into a bin? You don't carry around tissues with you or... Nothing like that. Just spit. It's just easier. It's quicker. When you do it, you don't feel bad at all. I mean, look at these streets. They're absolutely filthy. Do you not feel bad for doing it? No, probably because these streets are filthy, so you don't really feel bad for it. 
And what about friends of yours? Are they also doing it? Yeah, but they think the same as me. It's not that bad. So because the streets are dirty, you'll just carry on doing it? Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. From Three Counties Radio, doing a feature this morning, just saw you spitting on the street there. Can I ask why, why you think it's acceptable to spit on the streets? I speak very little English. I don't understand too much. But you understand that, that you were spitting on the street, yeah? Yeah. Why were you doing that? I wait one person because uh, I say uh, wait here. But so you're trying to get away from it. I, I know your English is not great, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Look at the streets. You were spitting on the street. What, why were you doing that? Uh, I smoke and... Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have to apologise to me. I'm just asking you why you're doing it. We'll leave it there. Thanks for your time. Yeah. All strong, strong arguments. No, ridiculous arguments. So the first bloke, well, just because yes, I am. The second because, bloke, yeah. well, I don't carry tissues. The third bloke, yeah, because he's I not, smoke. He's not my mum in the late 70s. People mm. don't carry tissues anymore. Can you believe that news agents <laughs> still sell those little pack of five tissues? OK, we'll go to the nearest bin then. I mean, uh, those How are people How are you going to spit in a bin with a side opening? You could do it. Yeah. I think it'd be a lot better than spitting on the street. I, I, I'll, be, I'll be spitting on you in a minute. These people should be fine. i tell you what, this morning, three people in an hour. Um, if I was in charge, I reckon I could find at least 50 people in a day. £80 to go. That's a lot of cash. <laughs> Justin, excellent stuff. Thank you very much indeed. He did the maths. He, well, he didn't. Some maths. He didn't. He got, doing some maths. he got some numbers and left it at that. Speaking of uh, having numbers and leaving it at that, it's Carpet Martin. Hello, Ian. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you very much, Carpet Martin. I'm, I'm recovering from uh, having met you at the weekend. Well, it's exciting, wasn't it? For you? Good evening. It was... Yeah. What? Uh, well... You, I saw you... L- L- Carpet Martin came to a do I was throwing, and I was talking to lots of wonderful, wonderful people, and I could see this, this bizarre gentleman loitering in the background, and then he went off and got a drink, and then he loitered, and then he went off for a wee, and then I welcomed him with open arms, and, and I realised it, it, it was you... I don't like the word loiter. I prefer skulk. I'm a skulker, not a loiterer. I would... There are three... I would say out of those three times when you stood, stood nearby, nearby me, at least two of those were loitering. I'll give you one skulk. Hmm. But the others were loiters. Very well. I'll take it. What have, I know. What have you got for us, Carpet Martin? Rare to hear your voice on the radio. What would you like to say? Uh, these gay and lesbian chaps wanting to get married. Yep. I'm a big fan. I used to live next door to a couple uh, in Tooting Beck uh, called Stephen and Adam. They were a wonderful couple of chaps, uh, both of whom decided that they wanted civil partnership. Yeah. Uh, we went free bar all night. Jager bombs galore. Pink pound, didn't it? He's not wrong, is he? They do have a lot of cash to, to splash, don't they? Yep. And I've been to a lot of heterosexual weddings where no free bar, overpriced drinks. Yeah, yeah. So Therefore, b- I say all gay people get married now. Thank and you. Vitals. V- thank you very much indeed, Carpet Martin. God made uh, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Well, who made Steve then? Steve's going, what? Why am I left out of this? Well, so, so anyone called Steve is suddenly the work of the devil? You're not, Steve. You're not. God made people in his own image, so God must be a little bit gay. We all are a bit, aren't we? I certainly am. Got any texts? Yeah, I've got a hilarious one, but I can't read it out because there'll be kids listening. Dave in Luton has sent us uh, a, a, a text he, he, explaining why gay people sh- are wrong. And, but, and also talking about um, biology. He's um, got, he's... It's not a Virginia, Dave. <laughs> it's not a Virginia. I wish it was. 
And from now on, that's how I'll be referring that's to it. That's how I'm going to refer to it, the Virginia. <laughs> Where you crate life. Crate, as in, you know, beer. Have you got any texts that you can read out? Let's have a look. Uh, are you a member of the gay mafia? Uh, who, me? Yeah. I don't know, am I? How would I know? I think you'd have a sharper suit. Yeah. Um, uh, there's the Dave Luton one. I'm going to just go over. Um, Thou shalt not kill. Didn't say kill what, though. Hope all the Bible crew enjoy their vegan Christmas dinners. Love, David. OK, there we go. Interpretations um, of the Bible. And that's that's kind of it. I think that'll do. Oh, well, I think we've it. done it. I think okay. it's resolved. Well, uh, Jonathan will be carrying on. Do, do you know anyone who still has a problem with gay marriage? We found a few. We found a few. Not as many as perhaps I suspected they were. They weren't really there a were. problem so much as irks. Yeah, there, there, there were some irks, weren't there? Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Radio. In Arsley, there are some very long queues on the A507 that's in both directions, approaching some roadworks that are in place at the railway bridge. Westbound there from the A1 and eastbound there from Hitchin Road at the moment, causing delays for people this morning. And the motorways, the A1M southbound is very slow between Junction 9 for Letchworth and 7 for Stevenage. And having a look at the M25 clockwise, there's a lane closed because of a breakdown between Junction 24 for Pottersbar and 25 for Enfield. That's causing queues to Junction 23 for St Albans Road. And also on the M25 in both directions as a lane closed between Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and 27 for the M11 after the accident yesterday and that's causing queues as well. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you Sammy, excellent stuff as always. Right, that's it. That's your lot from us today. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, uh, Catherine. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Scoines, for a last bit uh, of help out there. JVS up next. We're back tomorrow at six. Ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Wednesday, it's nine o'clock, and on today's big phone-in, do you know anyone who still has a problem with gay marriage? A couple from Milton Keynes will be 